the Well-Read Dames podcast, everyone. Hi. Hello. I'm Ashley. I'm Susie. I'm Alicia. We are here to talk about The Book of Life, the third book in the All Souls trilogy by Deborah Harkness that I finally read. Woo! <laughs> about damn time. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to apologize to anyone that has been <laughs> listening and possibly waiting on this episode uh, that it took me for like almost three months, maybe more, to read this book. Um, but I'll go over that. Um, but I really, really liked it. I'm really glad I finished it. And I would definitely recommend it if you're reading the series, especially if you got through that second book. Mm-hmm. Pick up the third one. Definitely. Definitely. Because yeah. it was way, I feel like the third book was way better than the second book. Yeah, I agree. And so I enjoyed it. But before you do that, it's been a minute, so we all chatted. And so let's have some housekeeping items just for fun. Um, a couple of pop culture things I just kind of want to point out that are fun. Uh, we'll start with Lore Olympus by Rachel Smythe, which mm-hmm. is, I think that's how you say her last name. But it's, she's at Used Band-Aid on the internet, on Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, her her um, cartoon is on Webtoons, and it is a retelling of uh, the Hades and Persephone myth and other gods and goddesses involved in Greek mythology. And I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> she got me obsessed with it. And then I went and read every single one and then had to, like, buy the stupid fast passes. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. I have not bought the fast passes, though. I'm holding out. Alicia's cheap. holding out on fast pass. <laughs> well, after I did it the first time, I decided it's not worth it because I just want more. So like either three, way, I'm going to want more. You're, <laughs> like, three weeks behind still, so you just have to, like, wait longer. Yeah. That's yeah. why I haven't done it. Yeah. 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 But it's really good. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. And, and it's beautiful. Like, it I like oh, the so colors good. and Persephone's pink, mm-hmm. which makes so me happy. happy. <laughs> and Hades is blue. Yeah. It's yes. so pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, the whole thing is beautiful. Her artwork is stunning. Um, it's It even gets better. Like, I'm floored at how much it improves still. Mm-hmm. And I go back and I, like, reread certain parts of it or, like, I'll reread, like, the whole damn thing. It only takes, like, two hours to read front yeah. to back, by the way. Yeah. Like, super quick. I did it in a sitting, and you can do it, too. Um, <laughs> Susie, I think, did it in one sitting as well. Um, pretty close. <laughs> so, same. Same. <laughs> same with Alicia. Yeah, I was like, read it, read it, read it. And suddenly it's like, I've read all of it. Yeah. <laughs> So um, the thing that sucks is that now we all wait week to week and that stinks. Yeah. Uh, but that is, you know, how the world is. Yeah. Also, it's being adopted into a show with Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. But uh, the creator is not really having a big part of that. And so I'm kind of nervous. Like, I'm really excited. I'm a little nervous. And it's a young adult show. Mm. Yeah. Which can be good because if I, I think if a young adult show is done right, it should include stuff like... You know, there's there's adult themes yeah. uh, like date rape and stuff like that, or just rape, rape, whatever, however you want to call it. Yeah. Um, there's adult themes in Sexual this. Sexual assault, emotional abuse. Like, yeah. And I think that should and could be handled in young adult stuff correctly, so it could still be good. Yeah. And so I'm excited, but either way, I'm just my main relief was that the comic's not affected. Yeah. So even if like I don't care for the show or we the still show's have. too for like little kids or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. We still have the comic, which is what I care about and I'm obsessed with. So For sure. Um, and I'm very excited for Rachel. I hope that they're paying her mega bank. For oh, this. they have to. They have I to. Which I would so think so. good. And so she's like my hero and I love her. So, yeah. <laughs> and also, second episode or thing, segment, 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 segway, <laughs> you guys. You go. <laughs> I got there. I'm not even down one glass of wine yet. <laughs> um, 
is uh, I was just talking to Susie because Alicia and I have watched, I've watched all of season two and she's halfway through season two of the end of the fucking world, uh, which is kind of a young adult show. It's about teenagers. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't realize that. I had not heard of it until just now. Yeah. <laughs> I was good. like, by the way, I'm obsessed with the show if you watched it. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was like a cult classic. Like Alicia just said that it didn't really, it wasn't extremely popular on the show it aired on and Britain, um, but they put it on Netflix, and people like us uh, obsessed with it. I watched it like I think all in no, I wanted to. I would have watched it all in one sitting. I just watched all of season two last night, like front to back. Um, but my husband was like, "I need to watch something else because it's a little intense." But it is like I love it because it's about teenagers. Season one. I'm not gonna get into season two because there's like a huge potential spoiler at the end of season one that you can't really talk about season two without addressing. Okay. So it's not worth it. Um, but it's about Alyssa and James and they both have their own kind of, they're 17. They all each have their own kind of like fucked up things going on. Okay. Um, James is concerned. He's a psychopath. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't feel anything. He doesn't like feel emotions correctly. Gotcha. And um, you kind of learn about that. And then Alyssa feels everything. She feels too much. And she, as my husband described her, is a bitch. But also, <laughs> I love her, and she is a bitch. And I was a bitch, and I am a bitch. Everyone is. Yeah. When you want it, when you're over-emotional, you don't know how to handle something. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always go well. And I thought that was interesting to watch his perception of someone who I feel like I extremely related to when I was 17. <laughs> because I was very volatile. Uh, Alicia is nodding along. <laughs> and I showed up in Susie's driveway enough times after I was like disowned by someone, someone <laughs> that she knows that life was not always grand. Yeah. So, but it deals with like fucked up stuff really, really, really well. Gotcha. And it captures that kind of like honest, raw emotion mm -hmm. of like trying to figure out who you are and also not necessarily liking who you may be, like realizing that. You're kind of possibly a shit person and you don't want to be, you know, like just because my parents are shit, does that mean I have to be shit? Gotcha. You know? That sounds good. And like yeah. how you treat other people and how that matters. Um, and so, yeah. And as Alyssa's like falling potentially in love with James, he's potentially thinking about murdering her. That was oh. all in the trailer. Okay. Because he, he wanted to be like to murder a person because he thinks he's a psychopath. So. Cool. Very interesting show. It is. It's hilarious. Um, it's very, very good. And so, and I think that the comic just ended. Like, season one is the comic. Like, there was nothing else oh. after season one. Okay. And then the way it ends, everyone was like, we need season two. <laughs> and so they made season two. And I think it was perfect. I don't think that, I mean, I would be surprised if they made a season three just because it wrapped up so perfectly. Well, and you, you're saying it's a British show? Yeah. I feel like they do a really good job of doing short, succinct shows, but that wrap up and are, like, nice and tight shows. Right. Like, they're not like, let's do 12 seasons and see if people still give a shit. <laughs> yeah. You know? Supernatural. <laughs> yes, right. exactly. You know? Or just any of it. God, like, Modern Family. I fucking love yeah. Modern Family. We stopped. And now it's a chore. Like, I'm literally watching it because it's the last season. Yeah. And I just want to see how it ends. And not really that I even care. Like, <laughs> the other episode was the Halloween episode. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Claire made a joke about poisoning someone. I was like, what if she poisoned the entire family and that was the end of That's Modern the Family? End. Just and Charlie was like, I would respect the hell out of that. <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, it was the best show on TV, probably at least from a comedy standpoint. And now it's tired, you know? Modern Family. Yeah. I feel the same way about The Walking Dead. Like, mm-hmm. watching it's a chore. We haven't even watched this season. It's like, I don't want to. I really like I'm this I'm going season. to. Okay. It is I mean, good. we're going to. We have it all saved. I'm two episodes yeah. behind, I think. But I Definitely want this to one. be the last season, which I know it's not. It will not be. It uh, should be. I want it to be as well. But, once again, obsessed with that show. Love that show so much. The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Or, okay. Sorry, The back. Walking Dead. <laughs> Alicia and I actually went down to Sonoy, Georgia. And we did the Walking Dead tour, which was awesome. So awesome. Yeah. It was so good. It's probably like four years ago, five years ago. It was four years. Four years. I want to go. Four years, I think, yeah. Yeah. It's for my birthday, but yeah. Yeah. It was pre-Megan. Yeah. yeah. Final solution. Yeah. <laughs> um, just super quick. Rex has finished all of the books. Because oh, yeah. the, the book has wrapped book. up, the comics have wrapped really? up, oh. and he told me how it ends. <gasps> it's different. It can't end the same way okay. because okay, yeah. of certain people that aren't yeah. even there anymore. Got but it. it can end similarly. So I'm interested to see if they have it in the same way as the books, but like just different people. Because well, like Carl didn't die in the books. Yeah. Spoilers. Well, okay, guys. <laughs> if you watched The Walking Dead like three years ago, Carl died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That was a while ago. <laughs> I will say. Um, I know that they're talking about doing a couple Rick Grime movies. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why, like, I've heard that they could still potentially, like, in theory, end the season and then wrap With it up that. in, like, a movie or two and Which then be done. Do. Just or be done. they could just reintegrate his character for the final. Yeah. I Which. want him to do that, but when he left, the, the creators, didn't they... They made it sound like he's not going to be on the show again, but they could change their minds. They could change I it. think that I really feel I like they're if they're going to do those movies, I that they're going to have to bring him in at the very want end. Him to come back knowing how. <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to stop talking. I'm um, curious and terrified. We can talk off the, because it might not in the same way. There's yeah. so much in the books that didn't happen. Yeah. So we can talk off of this. But anyway, I if you like graphic novels, I have heard that Walking Dead is great. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's but that's sorry, I got on a way tangent. I am so sorry. No, don't even no, that's great. But this is like this is proper. Dialogue. It's catch up pop, pop culture yeah. references and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, end of the fucking world. There's a lot of bad language, hence the title. <laughs> and they're teenagers, and it's amazing, and it's awkward, and it's cringeworthy at times, and that's mm, why it's so real. And um, they kind of go on like a road trip that takes a dark turn. And so, but in a fun way. Okay. <laughs> it's really good. So it's super good. I'm so excited for Alicia to finish it so we can talk about it. Yes. And I'm excited that Susie can just like tear now through that it. I know, yeah. The episodes are like Look 20 minutes it. long normally. Oh, okay. Like they're not all exactly nice. the same time. They're short. Cool. But they're so short, yeah. So I started it last night at like 10 o'clock. And I think I watched it until 1.30 or whatever it was. Okay. And then I was like, <laughs> again, again, again. Yeah. I was like, I've got to know what happens. Something you can binge watch fast. Kind of like Dairy Girls, you know. Yeah, ooh. Mm, I haven't Girls. watched that one either. What? She, oh, Susie, it's so fun. Dairy, <laughs> D-E-R-R-Y, yeah. like London Dairy. So good. Not D-A-I-I-R-Y, like milk gotcha. and cow dairy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've had to specify that for a couple of people. Several. <laughs> Several? Everyone? Dairy yeah. Girls is takes place in Northern Ireland in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And it is amazing. It is just a comedy. So fun. I've heard it's good. So I highly recommend it. None of them are super deep. So that's what's nice about it. It's very refreshing. Yeah. And like I said, they're like 20 or 25 minute episodes. And there's only two seasons. 
So yeah. there's like 12 episodes total. If you've been watching The Walking Dead and you feel like you need <laughs> a break from something, I Dutch recommend Dairy Girls. Girls. Yes. Okay. It's good. Our, my dad was telling me that he's only watching The Walking Dead. I was like, you need to watch something else so you don't lose your mind. Yeah. And because he's like three or four seasons behind. Oh. And he's like, he's only watching it. I'm like, what else are you watching? He's like, well, I'm watching The Walking Dead now. And I'm like, okay, I watched the long Like it's a life like, commitment. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm vegetarian now. Right. Like he can only watch one show until it's done. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not the show to it's do It's not that healthy. Way. No. Because that's how Rex and I caught up with it. Yeah. We were like three or four seasons behind mm-hmm. and we caught up and then we were not in a good place. Yeah. It's <laughs> just when you need like dear girls yeah. to like brighten it up. <laughs> It's like when we watched all you watched all the Game of Thrones and like something happened on a different show and you were like off with their head. Wait, that was almost so. Wait. That was almost worse than no, not worse than The Walking Dead, but yeah, close. There's the more levity in Game. We of Thrones. We watched all of Game of Thrones. How many seasons was it? Seven. Eight. In like a month. Yeah, yeah. I think you watched that like was seven and a month. hard. <laughs> yeah, I played catch up pretty quick too but yeah you By definitely the did it faster than i did got to the red wedding both of us were kind of like it's not that bad yeah i mean it's I've seen. <laughs> i'm sad that those characters are gone but it's not that bad yeah exactly we're, Charlie and I are watching another show right now mm-hmm. i won't say what it what it is but there are siblings but there's at least there were step siblings they okay. weren't like blood siblings but, like, there was, like, a weird interaction between them. They're adults, luckily. And I was like, you think they're fucking? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I've watched too many Game of Thrones episodes, but I think they're banging. Yeah. And then, like, it was, like, cut to them in bed together. And I was like, knew it. <laughs> Thank you. Can I super quick? Yeah. So, um, did you hear about the new Game of Thrones series? Yes. They're not doing the original one. Now it's the Targaryen series. Yeah, I did hear that. How do you feel about that? I'm kind of excited. Um, I love the Targaryens. Yes. And I'm excited to see, because we really saw basically what ended up being the fall of the Targaryens. It looked like the resurgence of the Targaryens for seven and a half yeah, seasons. Yeah, but, but no. And then at the very end, it was like JK. Um, oh, just gotcha. Yeah. Spoiler again. My mother of dragons. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> got done dirty. Um, what'd you say? I... Forgot your uh, Danny. I got you the Danny oh, Pop like a year ago, and I keep forgetting to bring it I to you. I need her. Bring her home. <laughs> yeah. She belongs on my desk. Yes, she does. And so I love Daenerys Targaryen, um, and I love the idea that they're this badass like family that has dragons. Like, yeah. They sound like the coolest. And yeah, they marry a brother or sister, and I'm like not okay with that. But so did I the mean, Egyptians. what royalty didn't. So I'm like, whatever. It's a yeah. gross part of history that was quite common. They yeah. didn't understand genetics. They did not. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm very excited for that. Yeah. Um, so yes, I would still like because the other one was going to be about the Starks, right? Back in the day, like the was first it? man. Yeah, it was like a thousand years prior or something. Yeah. yeah. So it was going to be like the when Andals like on the first men. Yeah, the Andals mm-hmm. and the first men. So like. The Probably, like, the Starks in the north and, like, the building of the wall and, like, the White Walkers gotcha. and all that stuff. I think it's going to be, like, the creation of them. So it's yeah. going to be, like, really far back in time. And I think involved. it would have been cool, but I think they didn't want to go that far away from this current series, like, group of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's easier to be like, oh, this is, like, 100 years ago versus, like, 1,000 years ago. Right. <laughs> all of these people, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I get that. I do want more, though, because yeah. there's a lot, and he has other books, 
as you well. You should probably also just finish this fucking book for yeah. the series or first the winner at George R. R. Martin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I stopped reading the books, but I'm just saying, man, like, I'm finish it out. I'm <laughs> pretty sure HBO took extreme liberties with the ending of that finale. Yeah, I'm could. pretty sure that's not how you're ending your books. So I would like to read your books. So yeah. based on interviews with George R. R. Martin, I'm pretty sure it ends differently in the book. Right. <laughs> so I want to know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so good. Um, but let's talk about this book now. We're like 16 minutes in. We can get to the book that we just read. And by we, I mean I. I'm yeah. now also fun. So. I want to stop for a second. Okay. Did you need to mention next m- month or next book club book at all or no? Yeah. You normally do at the beginning, don't you? What we're yeah. reading next time? Yes. So. Spacing. <laughs> thank you, Alicia, for the reminder. So we are reading Slaughterhouse-Five mm-hmm. for That's our next one. book. Hopefully, we got to look at our schedules, but it would be cool if we could record it at some point in December or before the year end. Sure. That would be dope. And then I can get that done um, because Susie and I have already read it. Alicia hasn't read it, but it's a super fast read. Yeah. I read it on a plane. And <laughs> you feel accomplished after reading it, yes. don't you? Yeah. Like, yes. I read it, and I was like, that was quick. I understood it. Mm-hmm. And it's a classic piece of literature. Yes. <laughs> and it makes me want pizza because it's the name of a pizza from yes. one of our... We're ordering local pizza places. We actually got breadsticks from them earlier tonight. And you can't be whole 30 during this episode. I know. I'm doing whole 30 right now. The pizza. It's so good. Uh, Yeah, because Kurt Vonnegut, the author, is from Indiana. Mm -hmm. And so there's like a bunch of stuff named after him. And one of them is a pizza at the pizza place by my house. They have a Slaughterhouse 5 pizza, and we will Mm -hmm. be ordering it. Yes. It's really like I'm going to need to order like a salad because it's just a bunch of meat. A lot of cheese and a lot of. Bacon. Oh no, that's the cheese, Louise. Yeah, it's a lot of meat. <laughs> a lot of meat. Yeah. Love the cheese, Louise. Yeah, cheese. Good job. <laughs> what now, do you so yes, good job. No, we've tackled that household item. So yes, house actual housekeeping <laughs> item is our next book, Slaughterhouse Five, and it's awesome. Yes. So yeah, so that was cool. Um, but I read it on a plane. Since you read it on a train, where will you bus, read it? But yes. Or it was a bus. I thing. wish it was a train. <laughs> Alicia, read it on a train. Yeah. Nope. Probably gonna read it. Planes, trains, and automobiles. (laughs) Let's do it. It was good, though. Um, So, yeah. So, and it was funny because this book, sometimes I feel like, like, some reads are easier than others. Yeah. And this is why I struggle with this series is because I think, and my Kindle was, like, on average, I think each chapter was, like, 25 minutes. And most books, like Slaughterhouse-Five or the two other books I've read since then, I can read in three to four hours, depending on the book. Yeah. Some books obviously take longer. Game of Thrones takes longer to read, mm-hmm. you know, but most books I feel like I can have a pretty quick turnaround time. Yeah. And this book was so disheartening, the series, not just book. Yeah. So this series was so disheartening for me because I could read for two hours and I'd made it approximately four chapters. And I was like, ah, because there's like 30 chapters per book. And I was like, it's so taking so long. Um, but then Alicia and I read Where the Crawdads Sing. Yep. <laughs> Alicia's <laughs> face just got real sour. Which is the probably still, at least it was a couple weeks ago, the number one book on Amazon. The number one fiction book on Amazon. They are not fans. I did not like it at all. Like, I would give this book a 1.5 star as I was an asshole, but instead I gave it a 3.5 star thing at our other book club. Yeah. Because everyone else, like, was like, I cried through this whole book. And they gave it all, like, four to five stars. And I was like, this book can not exist anymore, and I'm fine with it. Uh, But I'm glad I read it because it was much more trying for me to get through. (laughs) 
Emotionally. And then you're like, okay, let's go do the last uh Yeah, it was. So book. I picked up Book of Life again, yeah, and I think I was <laughs> on chapter four because, I mean, I had this book club because, I mean, it's kind of hard. Alicia and I are in two book clubs. We're in too many book clubs. It's so <laughs> not too many. <laughs> it's like, but it's also not. But so it's like I have to, like, time it. Like, either way, I know, like, the next book club is on Wednesday, and I have to read a book by Wednesday. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I have to read Where the Crawdads Sing before – I finished Book of Life because we didn't have like a significant date set for it. And I was like, everyone's waiting on me forever anyway. Yeah. So I'll read the stupid book. So I read Where the Crawdads I'd Sing. And by the time I was done with that, I picked up the Book of Life and I just tore through it. Like, yeah. I was such a relief to read it. <laughs> you needed a book like that to make you appreciate how much. Yeah. I did. Despite the struggle of reading it fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. The story was. was good. The story was so good comparatively. Like, the story was good in general, but compared to where the crowd is saying, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I hate all of these characters in that book. Aside from Tate. Um, <laughs> yes. But so, yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah. So, hot goss right there. I didn't like where the crowd is saying, neither did Alicia. But it was everyone, not a favorite. Everyone else on our book club really liked it. <laughs> so, I don't know what that says about us. It may say gonna... we're cynical or that we realize that people have problems and struggles besides ourselves and that not <laughs> everyone's life is perfect. But, you know, I feel like that was why people are so moved by this book. It's because it's about someone with an entirely crappy life. And then they're like, I didn't know people had pain. <laughs> I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I assume that people have crappy parents and that people have pain. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Um, For sure. So, anyway, regardless. So, this book, and I have, like, some... Like, I know that there's a fourth book that's not a part of the trilogy. Yes. There and is. there is. And it's Marcus's story. And we're not going to read it. No. Yeah. Um, I did really love Marcus's character. If um, Oh, before we get into this, real quick. Huh. <laughs> Let's have a little little meeting here of the minds. So, like, 20% of more people have listened to our second podcast episode in this than the first. Interesting. So, I just want to reiterate, if you're listening to this, it is the third book in a trilogy. Read the books, you know, but if you mm-hmm. haven't, at least listen to the podcast episodes in order, because then, it, like, our ramblings will make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. they're, like, 20% more people listen to the second episode about the arguably the worst book in the series yeah opposed to the first one about discovered witches so i just wanted to say that if you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about listen to the first two yeah just so that what we're gonna talk about character wise and everything makes sense to you yeah so it's like a weird thing that whatever the last episode i've uploaded is is always the most popular one that's listened to Mm. and that's fine if it's a standalone book yeah but when it's like a series it's kind of like you're missing like certain people are missing stuff you know so I just wanted to say that. It's just a weird thing. I don't know why. Yep. So, anyway. So, okay. So, we pick up. Um, so, I, I guess what I want to say that for is there's some storylines that I don't feel like were completely ended or resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe they're picked up in Marcus's book. Yeah. Mom oh. has the book. She can't get through it. Yeah. My other friend, Brandy, read the book and she said, um, she read it and she was like, eh. It was okay. It wasn't like the other books. Yeah. I own the book, so I'm going to read it at some point. Yeah. But I don't so, think we need to read it for this because I thought it was just like going to be Marcus's backstory, but yeah, my mom said it's also current stuff. Yeah, it's because Phoebe's on it. Yes. And so oh. I didn't know that. So I'll definitely read it and let you guys know yeah. if you want to borrow it, you can, but mom struggled to get through it. 
So, she told me she's giving up on it. Yeah, I, told I her think she I'm could. done. Yeah, yeah. I am also. And done. it's a thin, it's a thin book. It's like yeah. this, it's like an inch and a half. I mean, it's a smaller oh, book comparatively. Nice. Yeah. but still, like it's I will get to it. But yeah. um, yeah, I've heard it was disappointing, which yeah. makes me kind of bummed out. But it is what it is. And I have spoilers about that book too. Uh oh, yeah. I don't want to hear them. <laughs> I want to tell you, but of course, talking to my mom, she's like, "Well, you know this, right?" And I'm like. Nope. 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 <laughs> she forgets time sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but what occurred in what book and So at least yeah. one of the outlying things I know gets resolved. <laughs> well that's something. And I was like, well, that's nice. But so we start, for example, and this I'm gonna bring this up right away. And this book opens. So the last book, let's back it up, ends with Diana and Matthew returning from the past where they'd been in like fifteen ninety one, trying to find more information on the book of life. Diana's trying to learn her powers. She did a pretty good job. Of realizing that she's a weaver, which is a very particular type of witch that can create spells instead of just following spells. Mm -hmm. She can't follow spells. She has to create spells, basically. Yeah. Uh, but then other witches can use the spells that she has created. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. And so they get to the future. And after this entire book about really not a lot happening, in my opinion, plot-wise, yeah. with, like, the outgoing things going on of, like, they're being hunted by the congregation. They have this book of life problem. Diana is pregnant with vampire twins, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot going on, and I felt like a lot of it did not actually get addressed in book two, yeah. um, which was one of my issues, but um, we get back into present time, we arrive at Septors, uh, which is where Matthew's mother, Isabel, lives, and then we find out, like, the last, like, sentence or two of the book, not really, but it felt that way, that her aunt Emily has been killed. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then it's just it. And then it's like, end of book. You know? Yep. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, the thing that I care about the most that's happened in this book was the very end. Yeah. And so this book starts with, um, with, uh, it's with Emily mm -hmm. and Philippe, mm -hmm. like watching the arrival. Yeah. So they're ghosts. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they're chilling at the top of Septors because it's dope. And they're like watching Diana and Matthew arrive. And they're having a conversation, and that's where we learned what you mentioned, which was not a big spoiler, but that they can only see the ghost after they don't need them anymore. Yeah. So, you know, Diana can see ghosts, but I mentioned a book when I was annoyed that the ghosts weren't ever helpful, pretty much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this is why, is because they, until, while you need them, you can't see them. Yeah. Which is counterintuitive. Makes sense to an extent, though. Yeah. It does, but it's kind of shitty. No, it's definitely <laughs> shitty. It's sure but it's shitty. also hard to move on if there's something that you know is there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's part of it. You know, I mean, I guess it'd be a really... To heal your heart and... Yeah. I don't know. Healing your heart has nothing to do with, like, certain things. There's well, secrets. No. You know but what I mean? You know there's some people that would just never, ever, ever move on. True. Yeah. I guess that's true. Like, moving on would be harder if you could still see them. Yes. Yeah. And they were yeah. constantly there. And then what if the ghost never left you the hell alone? True. <laughs> but then so what if it you could be complicated. On, and then suddenly they're there again. And you're like, ooh. This got awkward. Yeah. This is awkward. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> I understand it to an extent. Like, Isabel brings home some, like, young vampire man. And she's like, you're mine now. And then yeah. Philippe's like, the fuck? <laughs> In the hallway. I mean. We don't know. She could have, and he could have been like, "Well, shit." That's true. Because he's hanging he out. Like, I'm gonna go brood on the roof. This is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I have not even met a ghost bride. So, <laughs> so yeah. So we see. So we see Emily, and then we see Philippe, and then this is the last time we see Emily. Yep. This was my. This is my complaint. I kept waiting for him to come back in the yep. storyline. Yep. We sure. never see Emily again. Nope. Emily references that Rebecca, Diana's mother, has come. Mm-hmm. 
to be with her basically because you can still like visit in the ghost world apparently. Well, she's she's the one that she summoned. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she summoned her. Because doesn't she say something like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I took you away from Stephen," and yes. Rebecca's there, and she's like, "I'm here with Diana," but then that's the only time we. That's it. See her, too. She's like, Stephen knows I would rather be with Diana. Yeah, and then that's it. And then that's it. That's we it. never come back to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I kept waiting to come back to them. We get Philippe at, like, one point at the very end, which we'll get to. But yeah. it, it didn't really get much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, what? So the whole, and I guess the only reason I say it is because we started the book out like that. Mm-hmm. So I just kept expecting them yeah. to be there at some point. Yeah. And, I mean, I didn't expect it to be, like the end of Star Wars where they're all like Luke sees all like a little ghost. Force ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Force ghosts hanging out of the party. Um, but it almost would have been better, you know, if like suddenly they were just all like, oh, we're here. You know, we've so. been here all along. We're so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> Never see them again. So I was like, what do we need to happen still? Right. So anyway, so, um, but so the book started off slow for me as all of these books have. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But then it gets good after chapter four. I feel like almost too much happens at the end, which yeah. we'll get to, but it's like, it's slow, lots of stuff happens, and then it's, like, backfilled, and then it's over. Yeah. And I <laughs> think, like, my issue is, like, first, everyone's grieving in the yeah. book, which makes sense. I mean, Diana, Diana just found out she lost her aunt. Yeah. Her aunt has lost her spouse. You know, everyone's upset. Fernando is there. He's cool. He's a brand new character, yes. and I wish he was in the whole thing because he's, like, he's one wonderful. of my favorites. He's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. He was Hugh's um, mate, mm-hmm. and yeah. Hugh was um, one of the brothers. Mm-hmm. Was he Philippe's brother? Or was um, he Matthew's I thought he was brother. Matthew's brother. Yeah, so I think you're right. He's, he was one of Matthew's brothers. And then Philippe's And he was Philippe's son. Yeah. Yeah, he was Philippe's son. Yeah. And yes. then... Also, um... Oh, what is his name? Glasgow? Glasgow, yes. He's Glasgow's father. father. That's right. And so Hugh, who was apparently the best, all by all reports, yeah. got sent by Philippe on some kind of mission, and then he died. Mm-hmm. And so that's why Glasgow can't go to see Philippe because he blames Philippe for his dad's death, and Hugh stays away. Hugh, uh, not Hugh, Fernando stays away. He doesn't feel like Hugh's really accepted by the, the rest of the Claremonts. I don't know why Baldwin wouldn't make you feel welcome. <laughs> but, you know. um, so he finally shows up, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and Sarah are like immediately thick as thieves, yeah. because he knows what it's like to mourn your spouse. I love their relationship. Oh, Me I too. love them, yes. I, yeah. Yeah, he's just like, whatever you need, girl. Like, yeah. he takes care of her in a way that no one else can. Yeah. Because he's the only one who has, like, an inkling of what she's going through. I guess yeah. besides Isabeau. But Isabeau does, but Isabeau yeah. Isabeau's just kind of like, get your shit together. Yeah. But Isabeau's like the hardened exterior yeah. enough. Yeah. and She's also had more time, I feel like, with it. Yeah. True. Um, not, but she wouldn't have been Fernando then, but, like, yeah. he's had longer than she has. He's had yeah. longer, but he's also, like, still similar to Sarah, where they're both you know, gay and, you know, had yeah. that difference where they weren't always accepted. Kind of feel outsiders. Yeah. 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 So, and Sarah is very hard on the exterior as, like, a wall, yes. a protective yeah. barrier, and he can see through that. Yeah. And he's able to just, like, tear through it, and she lets him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I She like doesn't feel like she needs to save that same level of face as she does for other people, so. Yeah. For everyone else, literally. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's so, a sweet relationship. Like, yeah. And it's just, like, I don't remember. Like, I remember Diana, like, working with Sarah with herbs and, like, planting things. Ew. I was like, what? Like, get, let's get to it. Like, we've got real things happening here. Yeah. So then they end up leaving. Chris shows up. Chris, mm-hmm. her so one I think we, friend. <laughs> I always forget when we've talked about things because I hate that he shows up this late. Yeah. Like, yeah, we talked to him on the phone in the first book. Like, one phone I, call. Did you think he was her best friend? No. Mm-mm. 
Out of the blue. Because you talk to your best friend. You talk to him once. You never once thought about him. Mm-mm. Never once mentioned that you cared about this person. And then here he comes, and I have some other issues with his character along the road, too. But, yeah, I kind of had an issue with that. And then, like, Sarah knows him, and they hug, oh, yeah. and they're besties. Everyone's and it's like, when were you here? I feel bad <laughs> for Who are you? Who are you? I honestly feel bad for Matthew. Because she never mentioned him to him. Yeah. Like, because they're... Like, Air quotes, best friends. Yeah. Who's this guy? Like, he's like, we've been through so much shit together, and this random guy shows up that I've never seen before, and, like, suddenly your aunt, who's cold as ice to me, is like, of course you're staying here. Oh, I love you so much, Chris. Yeah. And he's like, is this a threat? Like, is this an ex-boyfriend? Like, I don't know what's going on with him. Is this a warlock? Like, deceiving them? Is he a creature of comedy? Like, he appears to be a human? Like, I don't know what's happening. You know? And, And she's just like, it's my best friend Chris obviously and he's like you literally never mentioned this person before yeah. so I also feel... poor Chris like if that is the situation like yeah. Oh, yeah to Chris too she's like I'm married to Matthew to Claremont yeah mm-hmm. that's the, a shitty best friend she's, she's a shitty friend also she's he's a, a vampire yeah. By the way you didn't yeah. know those existed you didn't know I was a witch ta-da right. <laughs> I she's a shitty friend I have a lot I have a lot of problems with him mm-hmm. Can I take a sidebar to say what I think about Chris? my problem with this whole series is yeah. that includes yeah, Chris? Mm-hmm. I think I don't necessarily like how she writes her characters. Mm-hmm. I don't think she thought them through. Maybe she did. But for me, it doesn't feel like they're fully fleshed out and they fully know their mind throughout the whole series. Because mm. a lot of times they act in ways that I'm like... I don't know that that tracks with how they've acted in the past. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like... Like, I think Chris, she got to this point, and she's like, we need a new character. Like, we need something. We need something to parallel with the civil rights movement. So we're going to bring in a black best friend that can several times randomly relate the creature thing to the civil rights thing. And I kind of felt like that was forced. Mm. Yes, I did. And also, my main issue, and this is the same thing with, like, how you write them. Mm -hmm. In one conversation with Chris, her air quotes, best friend, she tells him, Matthew's a vampire. Yeah. I'm a witch. Yeah. There are demons. Yep. The congregation exists and is hunting us. Mm -hmm. I'm pregnant with a vampire, twin babies. Mm -hmm. And we just spent the last six months... In 1591, because I can time travel, mm-hmm. and that's why you've never heard from me yeah. for the past six months. Because yeah. he's concerned. I feel like the whole reason he came out is because he's thought not she been was able dead to or something. Yeah, yeah, he's like, you disappeared on me. Like, yeah. I haven't heard from you in six months. Like, what the hell? And you're like, he's like, you're not teaching classes? Mm-hmm. Like, you disappeared, you know? He was vanished. Mm-hmm. And he was terrified. And so, but this is a lot. This is a lot to take in for yeah. anyone. Yeah. But like, let alone all that, like one individual piece would be a lot to take in. And instead, he's just like, "Do you think I haven't seen struggle?" And I'm like, "What? Like, that's not a natural reaction. You right. should be more shocked." And right. she's even like, "You should. You're taking this very well." And right. I'm like, "Do you not have time for him to not take it well?" Because I feel like this should have been something yeah. where he has to t- come to grips with the reality mm-hmm. that he's living in a world. Full of vampires and witches and demons. Yeah. Like, yeah. that would have been understandable. He yeah. should be having a breakdown right now. Like, and I'm he's okay. not. Because, I'm like, okay with yeah. him being cool with it, but it needs, yeah, it needs something. It something. needs time. Even yeah. if it's not like, a, oh my god, let me run, but like something at least like, what the fuck? You right. know what I mean? He like, should think how the she's hell? crazy. Yes. Right. He should think she's had a mental breakdown. Instead, he said something like, oh, I always knew you were different. 
Yeah, yeah. I always knew you were okay. weird. Okay. Yeah, I always knew you were probably. Or even saying like you always seem kind of off. I guess I get the witch, but what the fuck about vampires? Whenever, yeah, you know something more. Something. Yeah. Like, he seemed more shocked because didn't he at some point ask, "Does your aunt know about this?" Yeah. Yeah, and but. she's like, oh, she's a witch too? Like, he almost seemed more shocked about that. I'm like, like yeah. look where you are right now. Sarah's also been like, look at the haunted house that you're in. Right, exactly. <laughs> you're in, she lives in a haunted house for yeah. It's like a comically cartoon haunted house. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, but once we got past that, yeah. I liked his character and I liked the addition. Yeah. And I do wish that he'd been there. I like how animals. he fit in, but I just wish she had incorporated him better and not been so blunt with it. I feel like she's just so blunt sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like she uses her characters as just like hammers. Yeah. <laughs> when you just need like a little tappy tap chisel or something. I don't know. I'm bad with the metaphors, but, but no, you I know. Yeah. It's good to be like subtle and to build things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some things, yeah, maybe, you know, you drop all at once for sure, like yeah. for shock or value or impact or whatever. Yeah. Or like a big reveal, you know, like a twist. Yeah. But like this, it just felt like it should have been at least, considering how much time we spent in a fucking garden, like with herbs, <laughs> yeah. it should have been at least a couple of conversations. And I no the, longer remember how long that was, but I believe it was probably the, Like a while. the Fleetwood Mac thing, did that already happen? Oh my happen? God, Fleetwood Mac playing, and that, that was nothing. Once yeah. again, it was nothing. Yeah. The house just kept playing Fleetwood Mac because her mom loved it. Yeah. That Weird. turned to nothing. I thought it was going to be a hint. I thought it was going to be a clue. Yeah. I thought maybe a record held a message yeah. Yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, play it backwards. Let's see what happens. You know? No, none of it. Yeah. It was just like, poor Sarah was like, the house won't stop playing Fleetwood Mac. I'm going insane. <laughs> you know? And I was like, you should move to an unhounded house there. Yeah. You know? This is good for you. Summer somewhere. I don't know. You know? But have <laughs> Matthew hook you up. Yeah. Um, she's like, I'm just moving to Step Tours. I'm out. And then, um, yeah, they spend like a whole lot of time just playing house. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's post-holing stuff. Oh, he's building. Fences. He's building fences. Yeah, so this is the beginning of this book. It's yeah. just like bizarre. What? It's just like what the hell is happening? Like in so that's why I felt it was hard to get through. Yeah. So luckily with Chris's arrival, I love that he immediately because he is a scientist of some kind. Yeah. I don't really know. Biologist. Biologist. He was a biologist. Yeah. yeah. So and he was also pretty successful because they yeah. kind of they met in school, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly from the first book, mm-hmm. and they kind of pushed each other. Yeah. Um, and they would make bets, and then they would, like, when they were in different universities, like, if one of them won that bet, send them, like, a note, you know, yeah. with, like, that dollar, whatever it was. So they kind of yeah. were good for each other. So, like, he fits in well in that aspect because he is scientific mm-hmm. mind and yeah. And he immediately perspective. starts talking about, like, okay, well, what are you doing to rectify the whole Oh, because she told him about the whole uh, illness that the Matthew blood, has. Blood, blood, rage. blood rage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the babies. And he's like, what, have you thought about the babies? And Matthew's like, Mur. like, <laughs> What? Yeah. Um, yeah. Matthew's mind. He immediately basically puts Matthew in his place. Yeah. and Which is beautiful. Yeah. And he's like, you don't even understand shit about genetic research. He kept saying something about, like, Mandelian stuff. And I'm like, I kind of know what that is. Yeah. Apparently, according to Chris... The DNA method that Matthew has been using is ancient. Yeah. And that there's much better and efficient ways to do it than Matthew's doing. And he's like, no wonder you haven't had any updates. And he keeps, like, throwing insults at, like, weird bribes at Matthew. He's like, this is exactly what I would expect from someone who knew Charles Darwin. And I was like, was that an insult? Like, (laughs) Also, (laughs) there was a couple things in here. Like, he would throw out 
names, not just Darwin, but he threw out like three names that I had heard of. Mm -hmm. And if I had heard of him, it's like, I mean, come on. First off, I get that you want us to know that he's a smart guy. But instead of being subtle again with it, she was so blunt with like name dropping, name dropping and like three of them. And like there were some things that it's just like, we get it. You're smart. We get it. We get it. Move on. (laughs) We get it. Have your pissing contest in a more realistic way, but whatever. Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so it was kind of like, I don't know. Uh, But once they get to Yale, so they move to Yale. They move the whole project from Matthew's lab in Oxford to Yale. Miriam, I really enjoyed Miriam's friendship with Chris. I could use more of that. Yeah. Um, Agreed. And they were like flirting, which I thought was a weird twist. Um, But nothing happened with that. Nothing happened with that, probably because Chris's character is gay. Um, is he? I believe he was. I thought oh, he was. Well, and that would make more sense, but I thought he said that he was gay as well. Oh. Maybe he was bisexual. I didn't, I mean, it's been a while, but I remember, like, the flirting going hardcore and people yeah. kind of, like, insinuating, like, I felt like it left off that there might be something more later with the two of them. Well, one of like them that. said something like they're flirting and he's going to get his heart broken, but that was them guessing. Yeah. Yeah. I could um, be wrong i would need to reread it because like i said it took me a minute to read this book so let's just say he may or may not be gay yeah but i thought that he said that like he had known struggle because he was like gay black and from alabama and like Mm -hmm. had to fight his way to go to college and like nothing was ever given to him yeah and Mm -hmm. so i mean that is a lot of struggle yeah and so that was kind of his backstory yeah and Mm -hmm. then he was flirting with miriam and i was like okay (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she is interesting on her own. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I like Miriam's character. I did really enjoy that whole lab atmosphere, Mm -hmm. like, of them. And I feel like there wasn't enough. Like, we had, like, a long amount of time, but then it disappeared. It went away completely. And then, like, we never see them again. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of liked the students, and I liked that they were, like, into all of it. Yeah. And then... Yeah, and it's just kind yeah, of... I mean, like, we get the results later, but... Yeah, it, it does pay off. So yeah. Chris basically gets his whole lab of students working on this, um, which freaks Matthew right out. Yeah. Um, and he calls something like Lunchbox. Like, he doesn't learn He calls them names. all nicknames. Yeah. Yeah. They're all horrible There's nicknames. Mulder and Scully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, he has horrible nicknames for all of them. And Matthew's, like, teaching students how to like extract dna this is another thing that pissed me off i don't think matthew would be this good with students given his previous stuff and then she like walks in and she has like a whole time when she's like he's so good you're so good i just i'm rubbing my belly because i'm imagining her like thinking of her twins (laughs) thinking of babies like you're so good with kids you need to teach oh and even chris says something like man i can't believe how good your husband is at teaching he should teach i'm like i just don't think he would I don't think he would because yeah. he has no patience whatsoever no he has no patience <laughs> no. he's kind of a dick mm-hmm. he only cares about Diana and that's basically it I mean he cares about people like the only way I could see that changing and the only way I kind of under, I kind of like saw a change mm-hmm. was his relationship with Jack yeah yeah because it was the first time that he really had to like true. raise someone since yeah. he was a human that's true you know and yeah. so it was the first time he and, and jack was a human too yeah and so um jack once again recap orphan that they met in 1591 yeah and then like took in yeah and as like the, their adopted child yeah um and so and he was always really patient with jack because jack was kind of a shit like in a fun way but like he was, he was a, a kid. troublemaker yeah. he had a, a lot of kid. issues too yeah and he always was causing trouble 
Uh, but Matthew was always super patient with him, and he, like, really looked up to Matthew. Yeah. And, like, loved Matthew, mm-hmm. like, so much. And considered Matthew and Diana his parents, even though they never really called it that or whatever. Yeah. And he was, like, their ward. But yeah. this comes into play because shortly after... Can I take a pause real quick? Yeah, let's I do think that. we missed one thing before they left for Yale. Okay. Um, it doesn't really... It's not too important, but we meet the coven that Sarah was with. Oh, oh yeah. And I actually really liked her the main lady i can't mm-hmm. remember i can't remember oh, her name agatha? Ag- yes yes was it agatha no. i thought that was the mom Christy. of the no not agatha christie no <laughs> um <laughs> anyway she was the head of the coven of the madison coven yes um and anyway they get to know them real well the whole coven they go they try to get sarah out of her thing what i really think is important here is just that um first off they all kind of work together for something that happens later mm-hmm. but we'll deal with that but then um, Diana didn't want to tell her aunt about her weaving powers. Right. And Matthew was like, you have to tell her. You have to tell her. And then one day after a party with the coven, they're all hanging out. And, like, one of their kids walks into the fireplace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, boom, all of her powers come out. And instead of them being cords, now they're in her hands. Which, again, yeah. this doesn't really matter. But it's kind of like now Sarah sees what's happening. Yeah. And the coven lady sees what's happening. Um, and then they have, like, a relationship with that coven that comes back in later, I think. But first, the coven fails the test. Has that happened yet? I don't remember. What was the test? What it was it? It happens at the beginning. So, basically, okay. they, like, they meet, Diana meets them at the grocery store. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, anytime you're at the grocery store, it's, like, an enthralling part of your novel. But <laughs> yeah. She meets these other witches at the grocery store. And Diana's always, like, kept herself separate from witches yeah. on purpose. Like, she's been avoiding covens her whole life. Um, and she realizes that they're okay like mm-hmm. she's getting along with these witches. yeah they're nice people and they one of them can read minds mm-hmm. i feel like so they kind of know stuff about her yeah even mm-hmm. though she hasn't told them and sarah wants to tell the coven basically that she's a weaver mm-hmm. and that she's pregnant with vampire twins so once again this is like a lot to tell anyone yeah um because it's very controversial in their world yeah. You know, but why was there a reason? Were they going to help him with something? I'm trying I to remember. She wanted the support of the Madison Coven, okay, because okay. of the congregation. Co- congregation. Okay. okay, yeah, and she was like, "They're going to find out anyway." Right. I'd rather us tell them. Which they were and... sensing her powers and everything, and since she was mm-hmm. more different, so they were like picking yeah. up on it. Yeah, yeah, and so it was a matter of being finally forthright with it. Yeah. But then I think one of them. There were two catty bitches that Mm -hmm. were cheerleaders when she was... As soon as she mentioned them, I'm like, guys, Mm -hmm. come on. Come on. Don't tell them. Come on, guys. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, one of them, I think, did let the covenant or the congregation know about Um, Diana or something. So that's how they failed the test. just, like, narked. And then they had to leave where they were Mm -hmm. because now the congregation knows where they are. Yeah. Okay. You're caught up now. But also with, like, on their defense, like, she's barely been a part of their covenant or anything like that yeah like they're at risk for hiding her and they didn't know her so i understand not that it was fair those two i think it's because they did know her yeah maybe (laughs) but either way they just kind of like i also do understand from their perspective of like the risk since they didn't know her probably really like her and i feel like it was unfair to put this on the coven honestly Mm -hmm. because all of these people that know her secret that are like huddled together between the Madison House and the Zeptors, mm-hmm. know them personally and have chosen to stand by them and chosen to fight. Yeah. yeah. And then to go to a coven of people that Sarah knows 
but they don't really know Diana at all, mm -hmm. and be like, hey, here's some really big bombshell secrets. Certain witches exist called weavers. Yeah. Other witches hunted them down, which is why they don't exist anymore. Yeah. Because they were a threat, and they can have babies with vampires. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's one more thing I forgot about. Maybe one or two more things, because it's been so far. All right, so I went to get a quick break there because my cat knocked something off the counter. <laughs> Seems appropriate. <laughs> it was. So, but it was good because Susie remembered and Alicia remembered an entire plot point that we kind of forgot completely. That kind of is important later. It's kind of the main <laughs> portion of this book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to talk? Should we talk about the dinner? Or just the fact that Baldwin... I just, I there? honestly don't remember the timing of things there. I don't okay. remember. <laughs> so I vaguely remember this dinner that... Did that happen from. before the video? Yeah, I think it happened before they okay. left Tours. Yeah, okay. I think it did. Because like, I think it was at Tours that they threw this dinner. Okay, yes. Because Diana was still playing house. Yeah, and like, so Baldwin showed up mm -hmm. and saw a house filled with witches and demons because I think Sophie was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. Sophie and her baby were there. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? You can't be here. You're violating. But I feel like there's more to it than that. I, I think it was just kind of, I think maybe that's why they left Septors to go to Madison. Yeah, I think it was. Because they had to disperse. Yeah. Because he was like, I'm and not going to house all this. Like you. asserted his dominance. stupid dominance. <laughs> his baldness. His baldness. Yeah. <laughs> um, because this isn't when, we'll get to the part where Diana attacks him later. I thought it was interesting because all of book one, Diana's trying to be a human. And then book two, Diana's trying to, like, be a proper lady of 1591. Yeah. And, like, side hobby. Learn Which how is to important. Watch. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Which what she should be working on the most. Yeah. Yeah. And then book three, suddenly, at least at the beginning especially, she's really focused on becoming, like, a proper vampire wife. Yeah. Even though she's not a vampire. Mm -hmm. She is a witch. Right. But, like, Isabeau and Matthew have outlined, and Baldwin have outlined all these expectations mm -hmm. of running a vampire household and how things are supposed to go. And Fernando is like, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think it's Sarah that calls her out on it. She's like, mm -hmm. oh, this is what you want to be instead of a witch now? Like, Yeah. She's like, once again, Diana, you're not trying to be a witch. Right now, you're trying to be a vampire wife. Right. You know, and she's like, and you're a witch first. You're a vampire wife second right you know and you're not a vampire so you shouldn't try to be a vampire you know what i mean exactly um and so i thought that was just kind of interesting with her character because mm -hmm. i do feel like that's central to her character it's yeah. like not understanding who she is yeah and then even Agreed. when she understands it not wanting to do it yeah like, i don't know Running away from it <laughs> um but still, getting distracted a big thing that happens that she's brought up is benjamin didn't want to talk about benjamin in general so Benjamin is um, Matthew's first sire, or son, no. or whatever you want to call yeah. him. Yeah. And he did it. I can't remember when he did it. What year? But it was a long time ago. Like, it was the Crusades. Yeah, it was Crusades. Time. Crusades time. Okay. So and yeah. he like hate made him. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Yes, it he wasn't like him, out of love. So yeah. he would be miserable. Yeah. Yes, like out of spite. Like because I think I want to say Benjamin like served under his army or whatever his people were yeah and screwed them over somehow i can't remember if he betrayed them or, so. or whatever went down but either way instead of just freaking killing him which would have been the smart thing to do he basically was like 
I'm gonna make you a vampire. Like, what and a I'm weird going to punishment, dis- by the way. Yeah. Also, ha immortality, you dick. Yeah, n- <laughs> but not only that, haha, you're gonna murder so many people. Yeah. And that's on me. Yeah. (laughs) And then I'm also going to, like, disown you immediately so you don't even have any of the luxuries of my name, title, family, status, anything. You're just going to be, like, a bottom-dweller vampire. Yeah. Basically. He's a destitute. Yeah. (laughs) Destitute vampire. (laughs) And so, like, he kind of created this monster out of an already horrible person. Yeah. And I can't really blame Benjamin, psychotic or not, for exacting his revenge. Because, yeah, like, uh, he's been through some shit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Matthew kind of deserves to, like, have someone fight back at him for that. I do get that. Like, that's yeah. fucked up. This was a huge mistake on Matthew's part. Yeah. He made it Arrogance. on purpose. At one point, he told, I don't remember if it was Diana or Marcus, that he'd hoped that Benjamin got in the blood rage so that he would be insane. Yeah. And I'm like, who's going to suffer for this? Yeah. Yeah. Innocent Innocent lives. people. Innocent people. So many people. And we find out even more later. Yeah. Um, one other thing that maybe we're coming to again. I keep remembering things. No, it's I can good. pause. Do it's... we want to keep with no, Benjamin? No, keep going. Um, has the Scion thing come up yet? What? The Scion, the family, like, oh. after... Yes, creating which his face family. kicks them out of Septor. What's Baldwin. his face? Baldwin mm. kicks them out. Fernando and Marcus are all like, "Let's create a scion," which is basically oh, their own yes. family. So Marcus can be the head of the family, but then they're like, "But Benjamin," but they don't like how Baldwin wants them to handle Benjamin. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm at it. So anyway, scion, we'll remember that and come back to it later. I just yeah. wanted to. I, think I don't remember when it happened. Exploded, and Diana, okay. it's the first time Diana's even heard this is a possibility. Mm-hmm. And Scion only makes me think of the Toyota, so that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. um, so the idea behind a Scion is it's creating basically a new branch of the family. Yeah. And they want Matthew to be the head of it, I believe. Yeah. And so that that would then keep Matthew, Marcus, Diana, their children, and then whoever, Phoebe, if Phoebe. And Phoebe all of Marcus's like, kids. Phoebe wants to become a vampire, so if she became a yeah. vampire, keep her safe. Mm-hmm. All of Marcus's children would be under Matthew's kind of protection, and mm-hmm. they wouldn't have to answer to Baldwin anymore. Right. And so, which would be a huge relief, uh, but mm-hmm. Matthew's fear is if they they would have to acknowledge Benjamin. And the blood rage, in general. the blood rage, yeah. And he's like, if I do this, and I acknowledge Benjamin, and I acknowledge the blood rage, then every everyone could be ordered to be put to death by the covenant. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you have to get... Baldwin's permission in the first place. Yes, yeah. Baldwin's kind of dumb. Like, if you're trying to leave the family, yeah. <laughs> you need the permission of the head of the family. does not make sense. Yeah. I mean, it does. I mean, think it about, does. No, it does. Feel but like it's... if it was like, here's my formal request to be separate, <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of people would be like, a request approved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Best of luck. So, especially if you were immortal, oh. Yeah. Like, you can go form a scion. I would have, like, pamphlets. Like, well, you should form your own scion. (laughs) (laughs) I'll help you. Yeah. Um, So, So, champion this cause for you. I totally don't know the timeline of where we are, but I think the next big thing we need to talk about is the Benjamin video. The Benjamin video. This is, like, some, what was that movie? Saw shit. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. So, sorry, we had to take another little pause there. So... Um, so this is some saw shit going on. The movie. Also, if you've been seeing the movie, you've not missed anything. It's horrifying. Don't watch it. Yeah. Lots um, of gore. Yeah. Yeah. So, and as Susie Lovely pointed out, this takes place right when Chris arrives, mm-hmm. or right before Chris arrives, one of the two. 
he's there. Yeah, yeah. he's there. So and he watches it. And yeah. he's like, Matthew, this is your son. <laughs> I don't know why he has this accent in my I was, mind. I was going to say, what is going on? He's from the South. But yeah. in my mind, he's like about to make like an old-timey accusation against Matthew all the time. He's like, how dare you, sir? <laughs> you disgrace. And in my mind, and he's just like, this is your son? What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Diana chose you? Yeah, like, yeah. Diana run. Especially <laughs> if he's not gay. I can only imagine. He's yeah. like, she's this perfect woman, yeah. and she chose this monster. Like, a literal monster for me. <laughs> so, either way, regarding his sexual desires towards Diana, he's like, <laughs> Matthew, suck. And yeah. so, but the Benjamin video. So Benjamin like sends him a video feed. It's like a little link. I think they click on it. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Non-traceable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> security reasons. I was like, this is a uh, risk. Yeah. Um, and it's like a creepy room with like this poor woman who's covered in her own filth and like blood and gross yeah. and whatever. And excrements. Excrements. There's like a drain. Yeah. Um, and basically, not to get too descriptive, Benjamin's figured out because oh, there's a rumor. There's a rumor, so let's back up to the rumor. There's a rumor from long ago yeah. that a vampire and a witch had a baby. Yeah. Long time ago rumor. Around the time that Benjamin was hired mm-hmm. in Jerusalem, right? Yeah. Didn't this happen in Jerusalem? I think, I think so. so, yeah. Okay, so, because it was during the Crusades. So I think the, this is just an unsubstantiated rumor. Um, but Benjamin heard this rumor and also knew, knew that they were in the past, because I think he saw Diana in the past. Yeah. And so... And she was pregnant. Yeah. And so he kind of put together what was up with that. And so Benjamin, but longer than Diana's been in the picture, has been trying to create vampire children Mm -hmm. with witches. And so the woman that's chained up is a witch. And he's been raping her and getting her pregnant. And she keeps having miscarriages. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm going to keep... Because he doesn't know what about Diana makes her separate than other witches. Yeah. And so he's, because I think he's been able to get other witches pregnant, but they've never been able to carry it a full term. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so he sends this disgusting video to Matthew and is like, I'm going to keep trying witch after witch until I either get my hands on your wife. Yeah. Or until I create my own offspring. Yeah. And then I might also get my hands on your wife. Yeah. Because I know that she can make vampire witch babies. And so... It's super creepy. So this is, once again, like, finally, at least this stops the gardening in the Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. You know? But, <laughs> yeah. But this is, like, terrifying. Yeah. And so now we have a new threat, not only the congregation, mm-hmm. not, a, not only the threat of the vampire babies possibly having blood rage, mm-hmm. um, let alone the birthing process of a vampire baby. Yeah. <laughs> which I was very concerned about. Yeah. Um, Twilight, anybody? Twilight yeah. did not set a good precedence for nope. having vampire children. <laughs> no. It looked grim. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, now this psychotic brother-in-law, I guess, or no, yeah. nephew, nephew, son-in-law, son. son-in-law for Diana, sorry, yeah. too many lineages. Um, <laughs> so now, like, and it, like, it cracked me up on how Brooke won, where Diana immediately was like, Marcus is my son. Yeah. And I was like, you're like the same age. That was, he's again, like, not he's subtle. Like older than you. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, don't talk to my son like that. Yeah. I was like, all right. So she has, she does not have these maternal feelings towards Benjamin at all. No. Which is probably good. Very mm-hmm. good. Right. Um, considering he wants to capture her and rape her, have babies yeah. against her will. So 
Yeah, so now we have another threat to Diana. Mm -hmm. um, so this is kind of like the main threat of this book is Benjamin. Yeah. And I was scared because like on podcast one, Susie was like, I feel like we're supposed to really hate a character. We end up liking them. And I was like, well, this guy is not redeemable at all. <laughs> no. For me, the third one, because the first book, it was Isabeau. The mm -hmm. second book, it was Philippe. For me, in a roundabout way, he's been around, but it was um, Baldwin. Yeah, I agree with Baldwin. Because I feel like they tried to make you like him at the end to be like, he's a dick but he's doing the right thing. I'm like, eh, I think he would always do the wrong thing. Yeah, I yeah. don't believe he would do what he did in the end of this book. Yeah. So, and what cracks me up me. is suddenly he keeps calling Diana sister. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he's like way more, suddenly he seems way more protective of Diana, who earlier he wanted to turn over to the congregation as like... Baldwin, yes, Baldwin. sorry. I was yeah, like, who are you talking about? Yeah. Not Benjamin. Yeah, he gets real, I just don't believe it. I didn't, it. I didn't I know why. It. I didn't know what changed. Yeah. Well, I was, think, wasn't it the Phillips or Philippe's um, blood, oath. blood oath to her? Oh, yeah. Was part of it, like it was like the signifier where he like felt like he had to Maybe. suddenly include her. Like it was no longer Maybe. a question. It was like a finality kind of thing. And so... Because of their vampire, like, um, what's the word? Like, not traits, like but their code or whatever. Yeah, sure. It was like, you are my sister now. Whether I like it or not, you yeah. are my sister. You are in my protection. Like, I felt like yeah, that was Varen the Yeah, but Varen didn't act point. that way. I know. I Varen wasn't that. walking around like, sister. No. <laughs> also, Varen is a sister that we met at the very beginning of the book. Yeah. She has a human lover. Yeah. That I, is, like, her mate. And yeah. he was, like, 90 years cool. old. Yeah. yeah. Okay, he may have been 80, but he was, like, an old man. Yeah, no, like, 60 to 70. Okay, maybe not 90. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty damn old. He was old But now. they were really in love, and I feel like I could have liked her character, but she was not, they, like, again, it's, like, they bring in these characters as an after effect, because we mm -hmm. hadn't really heard of her before. No, not really. I don't think he even mentioned her name before, maybe. Mm. But then, no, they're, like, there, like, she's just there to show how much she hates Diana, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And she's the one that has to decide because they all have yeah. to vote. Yeah. And so it was kind of up to Varen because Philippe made Varen swear on his deathbed yeah. that she would accept Diana as his trueborn son because he knew Baldwin wasn't going to do it. Or trueborn daughter. Because yeah. he knew that Baldwin wasn't going to stand <laughs> for it. Yeah. And he was like, I need you to promise me you'll do this so that Baldwin has to protect Diana. Yeah. You know, because we have to basically force Baldwin's hand right. against his own prejudices or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but then Varen goes away. Like, and yeah. I thought it was interesting and kind of sad to see the reality. Because, like, I think, like, every vampire story, the human at some point becomes a vampire. Yeah, that's why like, I thought it was really interesting, and I wish there was more of them. I do, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. even Phoebe Marcus's girlfriend then becomes, I think, fiancé in this book. Mm -hmm. um, she's like, I want to be a vampire. Yeah. And, like, I, I get it. Like, yeah. one, immortality sounds dope in a lot of ways, not all of them. But, two, you know, I mean, from Marcus's standpoint... Marcus is going to live for hundreds of years, hopefully. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, does he want to live hundreds of years without Phoebe? You yeah. know, like how, mm -hmm. like, how broken was Isabeau and everyone that loses their spouse? Mm -hmm. You know, and so, like, with vampires, when you mate with someone, like, that's it. Yeah. It's like your penguins. Like, that is your yeah. spouse. <laughs> and so, I felt really sad for Varen because, obviously, she had decided, or, or maybe, maybe they both had decided. Yeah that he was not going to become a vampire. 
but he was at the end of his life or like nearing the end of his life. Yeah. And I was like, soon she's just going to be alone. Yeah. And that was really sad. Yeah. Yeah. And or, he may have been the one to decide like, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. want this for my life. This is not natural to me. I <laughs> love you. I'll one. be with yeah. you. <laughs> I'm be like, in that family. <laughs> you know, I respect that they did that. But yeah, no, for her. Yeah. You know. He was like, I'll do this for like a hundred years, but I'm not going to do this for hundreds of years with Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could have made a scion. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but then she's just gone. He's just gone. We don't get any more of them. Yeah. And that made me sad. But Alicia, you're probably right. And that is what created Baldwin's change. That makes more sense. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Because suddenly it goes from him being like sister to him being like sister. You know? And I'm like, why do you suddenly yeah. care about Diana at all and her children? So... Yeah, so I feel like we do kind of get a redemption arc for Baldwin, mm -hmm. but at the same time, for most of the book, I don't book, like it. I was like, why don't we just kill Baldwin? Right? Like, yeah, Baldwin's just still the worst. Be done. Like, yeah. we kill Baldwin. This solves a lot of our problems. Wouldn't Matthew just become head of the family if yeah. Baldwin's dead? Like, mm -hmm. are there any other siblings I don't know of? Like, then we don't need to worry about a scion and like revealing blood rage. We can just like arrange an accident like <laughs> Matthew's art is a family assassin yeah he can just kill Baldwin and then we've solved a lot of problems <laughs> oh also sure. because Baldwin there was some kind of vote early on regarding Diana and Matthew and their situation blood rage or something their situation oh you mean like Marcus forced a vote and the congregation you mean while they were gone yeah while they were gone yeah and Baldwin voted against Marcus yeah like they were like, it was hard to pass. And like, the only people that voted for Marcus's thing were the demons. And maybe a witch. Yeah. And Baldwin was like, I didn't support Marcus in his endeavor. Yeah. Oh, it was about Emily's death. Uh, yeah. It was about, like, the Well, there was two. There was yeah. one about her death and one about disbanding the covenant. That's the word. Yeah. About not mixing species. And, like, they did kick out... Peter Knox, mm -hmm. Peter but Knox. that's all they did yeah. when it came to that. They didn't, like, censure him more than just, like, eh, you can't be here anymore. Yeah. And then they turned down the covenant one. Yeah. I think. And so, and then it's, like, I mean, two credits to Baldwin's credit. He did not shy from the truth. Yeah. But he was just, like, I didn't vote for your stupid thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't support you at all markets. Yeah. Or Matthew, Diane, everyone here. Yeah. So, um, Baldwin stands alone. So, basically, let's kind of hop, because we had to just do some backtracking here yeah. with Baldwin. Yeah. So, let's hop back to the video. Yeah. And so, the video happens. This is before they leave to go to Yale. Mm -hmm. It's suddenly all the more important, because they want to present a cure to blood rage. Yeah. That's part of what they want to do, what Matthew's been trying to do for years with his DNA, mm -hmm. is create, like, find a cure for blood rage. So, the people that vampires that have blood rage, one, can manage it and not be overtaken by this desire, and two... Um, so that they're not in danger from the congregation, mm -hmm. you know, because if you can treat it, then it's, you know, not a danger anymore to the public. Yeah. It doesn't threat revealing vampires, you mm -hmm. know, all that stuff. So, um, that's kind of like, they're like, we need to find a cure for blood rage yeah. really quickly because we may need babies form, might have it. The babies might have it. We may need to form a scion. Mm -hmm. Benjamin's coming after us. Like we've got a lot going on right now. So... Here's where the book got super good for me. So Diana is with, who's she with? Is she with Gala Glass? Outside. What are we talking about? Jack. Oh, oh yes. It's Gala Glass. Yeah, because she just left them at the lab, I think. Yeah. And then they're walking home, and then 
Well, first, I, did they see him first, or did they see the, the father, what's-his-face? Oh, no, they like saw Jack first. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think Father Hubbard like, got out of the car or something. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right, yeah. So, last we saw Jack, the little orphan boy. He was, like, <laughs> 12 or something. Yeah. And uh, Diana had promised Father Hubbard, who was, like, a priest-turned-vampire, who had, like, a vampire, what's the congregation of his own, mm-hmm. like, a church of all creatures yeah. that... He, the like ones, all of London. All of London. Yeah, yeah, all of London was his territory. Mm-hmm. And that's why we encountered him in the second book. And he was kind of not not a bad guy, but not a good guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, Matthew hates him. Yeah. Um, and he's not... Which is funny, given something we're about to find out. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, Matthew cannot stand him. Yeah. Um, and he's a little bit... No one knows, to, to this point... No one knows who turned Father Hubbard into a vampire. There was like a story about how it was during the plague and mm-hmm. he had already gone kind of batshit crazy because right, he, he was about to die. Yeah. And then someone kind of like saved him almost. Yeah, like a vampire turned him because of all the good work he had done. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. But, and so, so like, and then he was just kind of on his own. Yeah. And he decided to accept all creatures. Yeah. And as long as he could taste your blood... He or under his protection in London. Because he can, by tasting your blood, you, like, see memories yeah, and stuff, right? Yeah, like, you're, mm-hmm. he can learn everything about you, basically. Yeah. Seems like a lot, but it would be very useful yeah. in his position. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and so he has, like, a lot of witches under his protection, a lot of demons, and, of course, a lot of vampires under his protection as well. And when Diana went back to the future, back she... To the past. Sorry, go ahead. Keep going. We're back to the future. From yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, you know, she made him promise to take care of Jack. And Annie. And Annie. And she Aww. allowed him to taste one drop of her blood. Yeah. Which was kind of a trick on her part. Mm-hmm. Um, but he honored their deal um, that we're aware of. Mm-hmm. And so modern day, she's walking around with gala glass. <gasps> okay. I'm sorry. I don't know if this has been revealed yet. I just remember this. What? Gal Glass oh. is in love with what? Diana. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think they she, like, saw his tattoos. Yeah. And it had Cora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her, like, as a mermaid on him. Yeah. Because yeah. Philippe forced him to watch her, like, growing up or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Not, I think he was already in love with her before then. But. I feel like he was in love with her before. Yeah. And, like, we knew from the end of book two, I think, that... Like he saw, like he was watching her in the past or something. I think, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah before okay. she knew who he was. Yeah. And so, yeah, but fully, we find out that Philippe made him swear to protect Diana. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's been basically watching her since childhood, like That's since like a, birth. Yeah, like as a guardian. Yeah. yeah. He's like her guardian angel. Yeah. Also, he met her as an adult and he's full fledged in love with her. Yeah. And he also is like, you picked the wrong man. Like, he even says it to her at one point. Yeah, he he's does. He's like, you picked the wrong man. You could have chosen me, but you chose Matthew and he's yeah. kind of an ass. You know? <laughs> yep. He's like, I'm just like a big burly teddy bear. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I really want a gal glass to find love. I know. I like him, him so, much. so much better than Matthew. I know. He's so He's sweet. so sweet. Yeah. And that's purposely why he always calls her auntie or auntie or whatever. Yeah. Is to keep the Distance. reminder. Because mm-hmm. calling her Diana is too familiar. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, ah. Yeah. So, okay. So, I love it. Kind of. But also heartbreaking. Yeah. Because um, we all love gal glass. He's like a really lovable character. Mm-hmm. And then to find out, like, this whole time, he's just been, like, internally tortured. Yeah. Um, so, but they're outside, and then suddenly someone, I think, just grabs her in a hug or something. I think so. And she's, like, frightened, but then she realizes it's Jack. Yeah. And once again, she thought Jack was dead a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And 
then she sees Father Hubbard, and it's like, surprise, I made him a vampire. <laughs> yeah. And she, they're, like, hugging, and then Matthew is way far away and sees that some strange guy mm-hmm. has her, and then, like, he freaks out. <laughs> and then Jack freaks out because, Jack spoiler, out. Jack has blood rage. Mm-hmm. And it's bad. Yeah. It's worse than it's Matthew. It's really bad. Yeah. And then they all kind of calm down, and then we get a lot of backstory. Yep. And find out lots of stuff. Yes. The backstory basically is uh, Father Hubbard was turned by Benjamin, Mm -hmm. making him Matthew's great-grandson? Or no, grandson. 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 Jack is now his great-grandson. And Father Hubbard turned Jack because he was sick, I think. Yeah. And Annie already died from some sort of illness. And so he turned Jack at his request, Mm -hmm. Um, and then Jack got the blood rage Mm -hmm. because it was passed down through Matthew's lineage. Because Father Hubbard doesn't have it, right? No, he doesn't. But it was, yeah, it skipped to him. It like seems to skip a generation. I've noticed, Mm -hmm. like not always, because like Marcus didn't get it. We know why. Yeah, because of later. Because right, you're right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, so it's kind of weird. So but so Jack. Poor Jack has it. And also what we find out regarding Benjamin is that Benjamin somehow got a hold of Jack. Mm -hmm. And how long was it, what did you say? I don't know. A couple years? Maybe a couple years, maybe Something like that, yeah. But basically made it way worse because he made Benjamin, Benjamin, sorry, Benjamin made Jack help him in his, like, crazy experiments and, like, torture Jack. Yeah. Basically. And... All the vampire murders that everyone has been going crazy about was Jack. Right. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was probably other people, too, that probably probably tried to, like, turn vampires and couldn't. Yeah. But we get to this point, and then they're like, it's all Jack. So I feel like they're trying to make us think it's all him. But that's a big danger from a congregation yeah. standpoint. And right. this is like the fear about blood rage is yeah. that you'll kill like a bunch of people, like a village of people or something. Yeah. And then one, it gives away vampires and mm-hmm. endangers everybody. But two, you're not controllable. Right. And so, and you can pass this disease along to other people. Yeah. And you, no one knows how. Um, and so, Father Hubbard's basically like, hey, we wanted to come see you anyways. But also, I just got Jack out of the clutches of your insane son, yeah. and you need to keep him safe. Mm-hmm. I've been keeping him safe his whole life since 1591, and you right. need to do some shit now. Right. Grandpa. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is, like, a really big bombshell for Matthew. Yeah. He, like, hated Father Hubbard. Yeah. And, like, just thought he was disgraceful, and now is, like... Mad at him for making Jack a vampire. Mm-hmm. Mad at him for being Benjamin's son, which is not his fault. Right. Like Matthew's he really needs just... to look in the mirror and be like, "I fucked up a lot of things." Yeah, he's, yeah, he's being forced to look at the consequences of his own yeah. actions, and he does not like it. And <laughs> I honestly, of the people that kind of have a transformation, I think I like Father Hubbard uh-huh. through the end of this book. Like, I yeah. don't know that you, like you're supposed to not like him in the second book, right? Because we don't know his motives, right? And yeah. It seems so creepy. And he's based on this book. <laughs> Like, he's one of the characters that I feel like was actually done correctly. Yeah. He, he cares about Jack. He yeah. really cares about Jack. Yeah. And he still is taking care of all these other creatures. Yeah. Like and he can still stopped. hate the main guy, which is okay. Like, I yeah. like I like that he has well-rounded emotions, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He reminds Whereas me other of... From the book that we're reading, Father Hubbard. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> ah. All right. Yep. Time. Okay. But, so... 
So, yeah, that's what I pictured. I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, Similar. He's supposed to be really creepy, but then it turns out he's actually all right. Yeah. I mean, he's a priest that was dying of the plague, got crazy, and then got turned by a crazy mastermind killer. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to have some ex- eccentricities. <laughs> and luckily, he didn't get blood rage. Yeah. That would have been way worse. That yeah. would have been bad. Oh, and also, he made Jack aware of the blood rage risk. Yeah. Yes, before, before he, he turned, turned him. Yeah. He was like, there's a sickness in my blood, and you may catch it, and yeah. I don't know if you will or not. Yeah. And Jack was like, do it anyway. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, yeah. he did warn him mm-hmm. that this was a possibility, mm-hmm. which was nice. Yeah. And so, unlike Matthew, who just hoped, fingers crossed, Benjamin got it. Yeah. He really hated Benjamin. Yeah. You know, and just hoped Matthew or Marcus didn't get it. So. And then from, things were fine for two minutes. Things were fine for two minutes. <laughs> from this point, shit gets really crazy. Like, the whole rest of the book, shit gets really crazy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of it, like, I don't, like, we've been, we're already a minute 20 into this. And I don't feel an like... An hour 20, yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah. yeah. An hour 20. And I really don't think the rest is going to take that long. Because there's a lot packed in. Yeah. yeah. Because it just happens really, really fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so Baldwin finds out about Father Hubbard and Jack. Mm-hmm. He figures out that Jack killed all the people. Mm-hmm. And he orders Matthew to kill Jack. Mm-hmm. And Matthew's like, I don't want to, but okay. Like, what? Yeah, like, yeah. come the fuck on. You're going to... Mm-hmm. Your wife is going to leave you. Yeah. And Your she, wife might kill you. Diana's mm-hmm. just like, I'm not going to let you kill Jack. Yeah. So how about that? And yeah. she's like, what if our kids have blood rage? Is yeah. that your solution? Like, yeah. if yeah. Baldwin orders you to kill our children, would you do it? Because to Diana, Jack is their child. Like, yeah. he's their firstborn. Like, yeah. Obviously, he's not biologically theirs, but to her, he is their kid just as They much. adopted him. Yeah, yeah, they adopted him. And she's like, this is our child, and you're not going to kill him. Right. Because he caught your blood rage, you know? Mm-hmm. And so from here, they kind of split off uh, because Matthew now has decided he has to create a scion. Yeah. It's the only way because if he stays on Baldwin's family, he has to follow Baldwin's order. Yeah. And apparently... Ordering someone to kill or adopt a child is going too far in this book series. Thank goodness we have a line. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Even though Matthew was, like, gonna do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he is the assassin, I suppose. You have yeah. to have that coldness, and but Jack still it's fucked up. loves him so much. That's what's the most messed up about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he loves Matthew so much, and I was like, dad. you can't do this to him. No. So, um, basically, Marcus, Matthew, Jack, Father Hubbard. Anyone else in this scene? Is it Fernando? Does he go to you? No, because he shows up later, like okay. right before he comes back. So they all roll out down to New Orleans. Yep, mm-hmm. to see Marcus's other family. To see Marcus's children. Because Marcus has made a bunch of children still. Sorry, one super quick thing. Marcus didn't know about the blood rage until he was like, we need to do the scion. And he's like, I can't do a scion. He's like, we need to do a scion. And then Isabeau tells him the story of blood rage Mm -hmm. and their family. And he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Is that why you killed all my kids? And he's like, oh, yeah. I killed your kids because of blood rage. And also, don't turn Phoebe yourself because (laughs) you're a carrier. So anyway, that's what there's a lot of. Uh, bad feelings with all the people in New Orleans because Matthew and Juliet killed, like, half of them. Yeah. If, if not more. Probably you know I mean? more, yeah. Which, oh, yeah, because he spent, like, what, hours listing off the... We'll get all there. All the people that Yeah. Did. In their defense, though, not that it was good, but 
um, Marcus had made like a shit ton of children. Like it wasn't yeah, like, like he just made like two. Crazy. Like he made like thirty. Yeah, or something insane. I don't know why he made that. Many he was on like level of crazy it was where like he was a just Lori like Povich level of children that Marcus made. Like, yeah. yeah, we need to like keep it together, Marcus. Like not yeah. everyone you keep meet it in your band. School at the club. You're my friend. <laughs> You're, You're my family now. Yeah, like, yeah. I like you. Do you want to live forever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, dude, we're just drunk. Yeah. yeah. You're family. You're fun. Yeah. I have an idea. Let's be vampire friends. How about we just make this last forever? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. So, yeah, I wasn't going to get much into this because I felt like this basically the storyline is that it's really painful for Diana and Matthew to be apart. Uh, yeah. This. <laughs> for it. People separate for a little bit. I know. Of, like, and then they're and like shit. dying. And yeah. I, like, I guess I get it. Really the sick. supernatural side for Matthew. But mm-hmm. for Diana, it's like, I mean, you've known him a year. Like, I know. And like, she's a witch. So maybe, but also. I could see know. from her maybe the pregnancy side. Yeah, I guess true. as you're getting like closer. Sometimes you want to be away from them more. Yeah. yeah. I've never been pregnant. So <laughs> I cannot speak to it. But maybe yeah. that's part of it too. I don't yeah. know. I felt really bad for her because she is about to have these kids. Yeah. Like, she is close to full term. Yeah. And yeah. she is well aware. And twins usually go early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. She's well in vampire twins. Who fucking Yeah, knows, who right? knows? Who knows? <laughs> we don't really know the timeline for this. Yeah. You know, and she's well aware that Matthew may not be there for the birth at all. Yeah. Like, he may be stuck doing this. They said it could take years. Yeah. You know, they're like, this might take years. And I'm like, I don't think you guys have years. Yeah, you're I do not. You're for sure going to go into labor soon. Right. And um, but also have to deal with things. I mean, I also feel like Marcus could have just gone in there and been like, come on, you are you have to. Yeah, like, like, I'm your dad. This is my dad. Like, you should have gone rank. in with him when he went to that ransom guy and just been like, shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. I'm your sire. Do yeah. this. So, like, Matthew has to go, like, bargain with yeah. people, basically. And he succeeds, which is good. Yeah. Because then he's allowed to form the sign. And that's basically this whole storyline. Yep. That's basically it. Oh, and he lists off all the people that he's killed. And it yeah. takes him hours. Yeah. Because the one guy didn't think that he would remember any of their names. And he yeah. didn't miss the name. Because which could too, man. Matthew kills, Matthew feels a lot of guilt. Yeah. Yes. And so, which has already been established, that he doesn't yeah. like killing. And he doesn't kill for himself. Like, he killed because it was an order. Yeah. yeah. From, from Philippe at that point, Or I think. from Philippe, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. This is when Philippe was still Back then, yeah. And head of the family. So, <laughs> before Baldwin really became the big problem here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yay, they get the scion. And then Matthew gets back, like, right in time for these babies to be birthed. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And Diana has what sounds like a hard pregnancy and delivery. Not that any of them mm-hmm. are easy. Yeah. But also, it seemed like they came pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I felt... Yeah, yeah, probably because she just didn't want to. Re- I mean, I, I don't remember how long it took in the books. I'm, I don't remember, but me neither. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, it, I don't remember the birth too much, so that makes me think that <laughs> she just she got was through it. fortunate that she didn't have like a C-section. Yeah, like most she, twins, that she was yeah. able to yeah. squeeze them out. Yeah, she had to stand up. She gave birth standing up. Oh, yeah. yeah, which is pretty quam- common, actually. Yeah, yeah. And Except so, for now when we just get drugged up. Yeah. But that's how we used to do it back in the day <laughs> for the most part. So, you know. Yeah. And she refused to accept drugs because she didn't know how that would affect the babies. Yeah. Um, and so she thoroughly felt it. Yeah. <laughs> but she was able to successfully deliver a boy and a girl. The girl who, of course, looks like Matthew and the boy who looks like her. Mm. And they named them, I don't remember their names, but they were named after relatives. They're like important names, but yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. They all had like five names. Yeah, they did. I was like, are they fucking royals? Like, yeah. why do they have so many names? Yeah. So <laughs> everyone has like five names. Yeah. Um, And so Matthew's completely smitten with the babies. Mm-hmm. And Jack's like obsessed. The babies actually really help Jack's blood rage. Yeah. 
Um, Especially the boy. The God, boy. The okay. girl's Rebecca, right? Yeah, it's Rebecca. Rebecca. Is the boy Philippe? No. I don't know. Mm, that's Steven. okay. Tell you that. No, it's not, not Stephen. Sorry, Stephen. <laughs> I feel like he's one of the middle names, but I don't remember. Like you or something. Yeah. I don't remember. No, I don't remember the boy's name. But um, but yeah. So babies, everyone likes them. Everyone's cool with babies. They have like a real big christening thing. It's ridiculous. Where everybody comes. And they do two And it's supposed to be a secret that witches and vampires are together, but everybody comes. (laughs) But it's all the nights. It's all the nights of Lazarus, right? Like that's part of it. And then Baldwin comes in. I'm probably missing stuff, but I feel like there's a lot that happens, so I feel like we should we go through it. So, like, Baldwin comes in and, like, has a big hissy fit, and then Matthew shows him the scion thing, and then he kicks his ass. Yeah. And then Diana kicks his ass. Mm-hmm. Yes. But she had already like kind of kicked happened. his ass earlier. Maybe that happens first. I think that happened earlier before he ordered Jack to kill or oh, kill Matthew. That might be that. Because like might. Diana, like, made the wood and That's she, like, true. trapped Baldwin, like, yeah. with tree magic And Cora got cute. out. And Cora got out. Yeah. Also, Cora freed herself like a yeah. genie. Yeah. Late, yeah. I, mean, I think Diana allowed it, but yes. Yeah. She did, but she was like, I'll help you. This is like later, but this yeah. is regarding the Book of Life. Yeah. But she was like, I'll help you if you set me free. Right, which is fine, <laughs> except again, none of this came up later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the first time we're hearing A, that Cora, like, they mentioned Cora can talk, but I don't remember her talking before. It was very brief. She yeah. And now she's in the second book a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Like, but, almost, like, like three-word, like, sentiments or, like, uh, thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't super clear as if it was, like, a, a verbal communication versus, like, a, like I'm looking loud. at you and you're, like, mm-hmm. relating to what you're sure. saying. You're reading the body language or, yeah. you know. Gotcha. Yeah. And so it was it was interesting. But, yeah, I think I forgot. That happened way earlier. And I love that part, actually, because it was, like, Diana actually using her powers. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, Paul Matthew got scared for once. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, shit. And she yeah. was just like, I will kill you if you yeah. take my son. Yeah. And Matthew was like, all right, she doesn't look human anymore. Like, yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Like, she looks something else. Like, she looks otherworldly. Yeah. And Matthew was like, I'm afraid. Like, so yeah. then back at the christening, they somehow convince Baldwin because to do a trial run. Yeah. Because she, for some reason, thinks she can control blood rage. Mm-hmm. She said, she's like, give us a trial period and I'll control them somehow. And he didn't say yes. He said another, he said something. And then she's like, okay, our trial starts now. And he's just like, okay, and I guess I it does. I forgot this part because I feel like Diana was actually pregnant with the core thing. I feel like this is when they were, because they had no, so this is, yes, sorry. So this is after Matthew, so let's back up before the babies are born. So after Matthew goes with Marcus and Jack and everyone to New Orleans to meet the kids and form a scion. Yeah. Diana's just like lost. And she goes with Fernando and they like get on a plane or helicopter and they go to Oxford, and she's hunting the Book of Life still. Yes. And so... The pages. The pages. Yeah. And I think that she she gets... We won't get into all of it, but she gets all of the pages. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now she just needs the book. Because one of them is from a demon that she met earlier. Mm-hmm. Where's the other one? Oh, the, Father Hubbard. Father Hubbard, Hubbard brought the right. second one. That's right. And then they had the one from the house. So. Yeah. They visited the one crazy guy... The demon guy. The demon guy. Yeah. Who gave her the one or whatever. And they had all the dogs. Yeah. yeah but then he's gone again. He's just gone, yeah. So yeah. basically, very quickly, she suddenly amasses all the pages. The three missing yes. pages, and now she needs the book. And so they go, like, the library's under construction. Wait. Wait. 
I th- well, okay. So they go, mm-hmm. okay, yes. And that's when they see Benjamin yes. and he tries mm-hmm. to kill Phoebe. Well, doesn't try to kill her, but he, like, he yeah. yeah. Like he threatens death of Phoebe. Yes. You know, like, you're he right. has her neck and he could just snap it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this is when Diana gets to the library and after a lot of like messing around trying to figure it out, she basically, can't get the book. Cora is like, I'll go get the book for you. if you That's not yet. Right? I think yeah, that comes in later when they come in at the night. She's had the babies, and it's when she finds out that Matthew's been kidnapped by Benjamin. No, Cora's already gone. No. Okay. I think I'm right, because it's when Gallo Glass shows back up. No, Gallo Glass is gone during this. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. And then he shows up at the library, mm-hmm. and then that's when she goes back up to the library because she finds out he's gone and then lets Cora fly. She finds it. Never mind. Either way. She's not pregnant when Cora flies because when she... When Cora goes, that's when the book goes into her skin. The yeah, babies are already gone. Oh, you're right. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, what is the book going to do to our babies? Oh, she's not pregnant anymore. So I yeah. was randomly thinking about that. <laughs> Good point. So I guess yeah. maybe the baby's already born. The, the timeline is born. weird. It's really weird. So, like, the thing with Benjamin happens, She, I think she is pregnant at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they can't get the book. They can't figure it out. You're right. And he, like, and he's, he's like, come back good to see her. her pregnant auntie. Or, yeah. Or whatever her. Mom. Whatever mom he calls her. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, good to see you're pregnant or whatever. Yeah. And he, like, says, like, creepy things to Matthew about it later. Yeah. Um, and then Gallo Glass left right before she had the babies mm-hmm. and has been missing. Because once Matthew's back, Gallo Glass is kind of off the hook of his deal with Philippe. And he's yeah. Like, he's like, I don't want to be involved. Also, there, once Fernando yeah. is like realizes that Gallo Glass is in love with Diana, he's like, Matthew's going to kill you now? I hated that part. I love Fernando, but yeah. that, that conversation was stupid to me. It's yeah. like... Yeah. Why aren't you comforting him? Because it's not like he's going to act on it. Right. Like, Matthew's not going to get mad. He's not all the time. <laughs> Matthew on. might get mad, but I don't think he would do anything about right. it, especially knowing that Diana would right. have no. him like slit in half. Yeah. Half yeah. or something. And knowing you know. Gallo Glass. You know yeah, what I mean? he's like, yeah. not going to act on it. He's not going to like hate Gallo Glass. Like, he'll feel bad, probably. And I think but... Matthew knew to an extent, regardless. He did, yeah, because he even mentioned it later. He's like, that's why I knew he would be so good at protecting her. Some, like, yeah. uh, he mentioned he that he yeah. didn't care because he knew and yeah. whatever. So, basically, at some point in this, before or after, she gets the Book of Life. It goes, yeah. this is the part, this is one of the things that bother me. It goes into her. Yeah. yeah. She becomes Diana part of the her. Book of Life. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah, and I, I just, guess? I don't feel like a lot happened with that. No. So, like, she sees her kids' names. And, like, she sees stories yeah, of people. Yeah, they're all written, like, the family tree is there. Yeah. And she, like, learns about people. And it goes over her skin and, like, it, like, and she has eyes. letters all over. Her eyes get all fucking weird forever. And she's got roots going through her scalp yeah. and her hair. Yeah. Really and her gross. It's, like, how can you re-enter the world based on how they described her? It, you can't. And then her eyes are constantly have, like, words yeah. going, yeah. like, through if them. You, like, they're, like, whited out eyes with letters just scrolling through her. Yeah. Time. <laughs> and I, the whole time, I was like, okay, well, she's got to get rid of this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you can't walk around like this right but no she does apparently yeah you can't like go to the grocery store and be like do you know where the mangoes are and she's like her eyes are like they're on aisle five you know it's like what you know um one super quick thing um this there's so many details in this book like with as slow as the second one is there's so many details so a long time ago back when they were still in madison Mm -hmm. um diana the goddess showed up and gave her an arrow Ooh. that lives in her back. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she didn't use it on Benjamin 
to say Phoebe, she hesitated. She hesitated again. Yeah. Yes. And, like, people keep bringing that up now. Don't hesitate. And then um, in the – this is kind of unrelated. But, again, right before she lets Cora go, mm-hmm. um, everyone is like, you're going to have to let Cora go. You're going to have to set all the books on fire. Yeah. And she's like, "There's, I can't, I can't. It's going to ruin my life because then she can't be a scholar again. Right. And then and I think Diana – code. Yeah. The I oath that she took. The goddess shows up again or something. And then yeah. she's like, you're going to have to let something, you're going to have to sacrifice something. Yeah. And it seemed like this really big deal. And then Matthew's gone because Galaglass shows up and says Matthew's been taken. Yeah. And then she's like, I know what it is. I have to go let Cora fly and burn down these books and I have to give up my fear. I'm like, yeah, fear. Fear's the thing. That's the thing? Yeah. This whole deal with the goddess that you made in book one. Yeah. Where we all thought you were going to give up your life, your yeah. firstborn, like mm-hmm. some sort of horrible yeah. thing. The goddess has been good this whole time, and yeah. she's been a bitch to her. Yes. I just, I, I don't know. You fear? fear. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I? I did too, but yeah, and I remember like, Because oh. the thing where yeah. she hesitated with Benjamin drove me insane, because you're right. She met, it was two times in the library. The first time is when she can't call the book. Yeah. And um, and Benjamin shows up and almost kills Phoebe, mm-hmm. and she feels the arrow like burning in her skin, like wanting to be free. Right. I think she even like forms like the bow. I think so. And the goddess told her that our arrows always are true. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they always hit true. Or whatever. You won't miss. You won't miss. So we know that if she lets this arrow fly, she's gonna kill Benjamin. Right. Right. Or she's gonna hit Benjamin at least. Mm-hmm. Um and. So the fear is, would she also hit Phoebe? And that's, I think, why she doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. Although, also, I don't think that's why she doesn't do it. I think she just chickens like out Like, she again. thinks people would see her. Like, yeah. I don't Who cares? Like, that's yeah. a situation like, that you deal with damage control after the fucking Right, death. right. And unless you shot Phoebe through the head, she wants to be a vampire anyway. And yeah, it's so right yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, it's so bizarre. So... I don't know. So. <laughs> oh, and then she, like, gets sick. or It's not important, but, like, she goes into preeclampsia, but then it's not even preeclampsia. No. Like, they bring it up, and they're like, oh, she's fine. She's like, that's like, not how that goes. did you not want to end the book, and you just kept putting stuff in? Anyway. Yeah, okay, so, so where were we? So, we've kind of fast-forwarded. The library. So she gets she's the, the book. book. She becomes the book. It's super weird. I don't like it at all. It's not super. That was like one thing I disliked the most. I think like how are they gonna do it in the most? It wasn't that she just absorbed the information. It was that like it became bonded with her physical appearance, and that she could never like she could she could hide it a little bit with her. Well, clearly because she walks around like with her veil tugged around her or whatever. But still, like she just it was weird. But why is she in the book of life? Yeah, what I don't know. It wasn't. Learn? What did we even accomplish with this? Nothing. Still, we accomplished nothing. This book is called the Book of Life, and then Diana becomes the Book of Life, and we learn literally nothing from this process. Yeah. And I just felt like it was a MacGuffin the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, we just end up with our main character like weirdly disfigured with like tree roots on her head, but still somehow <laughs> able to function in the world. Oh, and beautiful, and everyone loves her. Yeah. So, anyway, it was super weird. <laughs> and she was like, I'm glad my children are babies because they'll never know I'm different. I was like, they're going to see they're other gonna people. They're going to know you're not. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're going to know that other people don't have words all over their bodies and yeah. freaky eyes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because everyone, what did Marcus say? You'll find her altered. And like, yeah, yeah, altered. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
And so that's when Galaglass shows up and is like, by the way, Matthew's been captured. Yeah. And the last time Diana talked to him was on the phone. <laughs> like four hours before. Yeah, and he was going into Berlin. And, like, Matthew had this plan because they're trying to find where Benjamin is. They're trying to, like, track where his signal is. They're trying to figure out where he's at. Um, and so Matthew has gone off. But Matthew is not to go confront Benjamin alone. Yeah. Matthew's basically out scouting, trying to find yeah. evidence of where Benjamin might be mm-hmm. based on the limited information that they know of, like, which is destroyed in this other, like, little town from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all these stories. And so, sorry, I think I'm So Matthew's <laughs> basically going off of these stories trying to find him. And then Galaglass just shows up and is like, by the way, Matthew got taken. Yeah, like, how do you know? And then we flip to Matthew's POV. Yeah. And we learn that Matthew went in there willingly. Yep. Matthew found Benjamin and was like, my grand plan is to get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Super smart. <laughs> Why yeah. is that the plan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why isn't the plan pull over on the side of the road, send it a quick text or yep. a phone call, gather a group of people, and then go in and kill Benjamin? Yeah. But then the plan <laughs> to get him back, I think, is even stupider because mm-hmm. for some reason Baldwin thinks that Diana needs to go to the congregation herself. Oh my gosh, I forgot about this. And yes. become the declaremont. It doesn't make sense. She's a witch. Why? It just doesn't make sense. They explain no. it away. Yeah. But she becomes the declaremont spokesperson for that, even and though the they vampire. all hate her. Like, why would he not have been able to convince them? I know. Right. But he's like, I believe in you. I'm like, what? No, you don't. Your character <laughs> would not do this. Yeah. Anyway. He's like, Philippe made it so that when the congregation was created, that there must always be a declaremont. Yeah. And you're her, his blood swollen daughter. Mm-hmm. And so even though you're not a vampire, you can sit as one of the three vampires because yeah. you're a declaremont. Yeah. So you can apparently sit wherever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah. And now, technically, there's three witches, three demons, two vampires, and a declaremont, which is just also a witch. Also a witch, yeah. Completely a witch. And yeah. a freaky fucking looking witch now. Yeah. yeah. But she meets, the good thing about this was she meets one of like the rumors, there were several rumors about these vampire babies that were born to witches. Mm-hmm. One of the witches on the congregation reveals that she ha- was is born one of to those. a vampire hundreds of years ago. Or no, her. So she's a hundred years old. Yeah. yeah. Her mom was the one. That was the witch? It might have been. And then Benjamin was the sire. Yes. Of that first one. So she's like, Benjamin's like my great granddaddy or something. Yeah. And we all live to be like hundreds of years old. Yeah. And some of us take more after witches and some of us take more after vampires. Mm -hmm. Which, going back to the twins, uh, the boy seems to be more a witch. Mm Mm-hmm. And the girl is more a vampire. Yeah, because she, she has, has to, to have, feed her blood. Yeah, she has to have blood, like, incorporated in her milk, mm-hmm. or else she is not healthy. Yeah. So, this makes sense, and this is comforting to Diana, because, one, it proves that her children probably aren't really a threat yeah. to society. Mm-hmm. You know, and, of course, people don't want to believe her. Um, they're yeah. like, there's no way that you're hundreds of years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... Uh, but basically, I feel like she more than much more than Diana kind of settles the matter. Yeah. On the threats. Of I like the vampire, Janet. Which babies? Yeah, I liked her too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So after that, okay. Also, so the whole point was that sorry, she was no, trying no. to get the congregation to help them take out Benjamin. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. But then she and Baldwin just roll out. And yeah. then they get no help at all from the congregation. I think they're supposed to be there, but then so is but all the not. Knights of Lazarus. But they're not and there. Janet's there with her, which is fine. Janet is cool. I have no problems with Janet Gowdy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I felt like it was so pointless. Yes. Also, can I say, wasn't yeah. Benjamin unaware that like 
the baby survived. Probably because like, they I think thought the it died. She like escaped or Philippe something. even thought she was dead. Yeah, the so baby. like that's the only reason Benjamin never knew he was successful on that one. Yes, yeah, because Benjamin doesn't know about them. No. Yeah. Otherwise, he probably would have gone back. Oh yeah. To find them. Yeah. And so make more babies. Yeah. And so yeah, so Benjamin has no idea. Um, and then this doesn't matter, but the whole Satu thing, we find oh, out yeah. for sure she's a weaver and that right. that's Which why she that did all the from? bad stuff, but I feel like she should have been on her side, but whatever. Satu sucks. And then she just blackmails her to vote for her. She also for the spellbinds thing. her. Yeah. True. Forgot that part. I remember that. I forgot yeah. she was a weaver, but I remember she got spellbounded. Yeah. yeah. So Which, she, it doesn't make sense that she was a weaver because, to me at least, because no one knew and mm-hmm. she was able to hide her abilities, but also to do other spells. Yeah. Like, I thought that that was weird. But yeah. But we really get right into That's that. That's why I completely forgot that she even yeah. was one. I just felt like it would be really hard to be a weaver in secret based yeah. on what Diana, what we saw Diana go through. Yeah. With being a weaver. Mm-hmm. And then Satu's just like, I was a weaver. And then if you were a weaver, why didn't you figure out Diana was a weaver when you were torturing her? Right. Yeah. One. You right. would have known. Well, and you'd be like, I think you're a weaver like me. Boom, this is why you can't do magic. Boom, you know what I mean? Yeah. But instead hmm. she was like, what's wrong with you, you secret witch? You yeah. know? And so, I don't know. Yeah. I'm yeah. hoping they fix yeah. that in the show. I think given I really what, what they've they did. already done, I feel yeah. like they will. I do too. Because I think we already know she is in the show. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, because I feel like she was trying to, I don't know, I'll have to rewatch it. Or yeah. So, I really, we, but we all really liked what they did with Satu's character yeah. in the show. Yes. Yeah. I like her so, better in the show. Yeah. I'm hoping for, like, more of her in book three, or in this third season, mm-hmm. and hopefully we get more than just Diana being like, I hate you, I'm spellbinding you. Yeah. And I will only unspellbind you if you vote with me, and if you don't, I'll give you to Benjamin. Yeah. So that he can rape and make babies with you. Yeah. Also, uh, I don't think she ever does unspellbinder. She doesn't. She not does that we not. see. No. She leaves her spellbound. Yeah. So that was fucked up. Um, but, and we move on. Yep. So, and then suddenly we're at the rescue of Matthew, which is the end of this book. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Because, well, it feels like it's the end, and then it feels like there should be more, and there is, but there's like a letter that, oh, the, anyway, we'll get to there. So yeah. Matthew's rescue. So basically, who was all there? Is it Baldwin? Yes. Baldwin, Diana. Marcus is not supposed to be, but he shows up. Marcus shows up because he can't <laughs> let his father be tortured alone. Yeah. Oh, because they get like the video feed. So. <laughs> oh after, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Like how the hell did they find him? So after Galaguas, because Matthew didn't tell anyone where he was. It's like the worst. Besides north of Berlin. Yeah. Like, what? You know. So <laughs> send me a text message. Seriously, come like, on, Yeah, that is a broad Something. part of the world, slash Germany in general. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so, regardless. So, now they're just watching Matthew get tortured by Benjamin. He's trying to make Matthew kill children and drink from them. Mm-hmm. He's drugging him up with, like, opium. Um, he's, like, Matthew's insane. He's, like, tor- he's like pulling off his skin. He's like, peeling his skin, pulling off his fingernails. But he doesn't kill the kid. Uh, like, he won't Matthew drink from the kid. Doesn't. Yeah, Matthew doesn't. And then Benjamin that does. makes Benjamin mad. So then Matthew just snaps the kid's neck and is like, ha ha, father. I mean, Benjamin, Benjamin snaps the kid's neck. Yeah. I'm sorry, what did I say? You said Matthew, Matthew snaps her no, neck. I'm like, no, Matthew Matthew does not snap the child's neck. No. It is insane, Benjamin. Yeah. And then there's just like a pile of dead children at some yeah. point. And it's just really gross. So yeah. they're watching this. But then luckily Matthew like Morris codes out yeah. his location. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. He oh, Morris doesn't. codes... Queen's Gambit or something oh, like some yes, chess a chess thing. Term. Yeah. But luckily Hamish 
figures out. Yeah. And then is able to determine where he is. Based on, like, where Philippe was tortured. Like, it had to do with that stuff, too. Oh, so, like, Whatever. by Nazis. Yeah. And then yeah. determined that the Nazi was really Benjamin. Yeah. And that Benjamin is the one that tortured Philippe. Mm-hmm. Like, look it was how all Benjamin, basically. Crazy this is. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it was all Benjamin. Benjamin has been, basically, Matthew just killed Benjamin. Yep. Instead of making him a vampire, this shit wouldn't have gone down. We would have so many less issues, except for Jack might not be a vampire now. But that would be the only issue. No, he still would have gotten sick. Well, Father Hubbard wouldn't have been a vampire, Yeah, Father Hubbard would have gotten turned. Anyway. So that would have, like, this would have been bad for Jack. Yeah. (laughs) But besides Jack and Father Hubbard, like, a lot of other people would still be alive today. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of complicated. So they... Hamish and everyone's allowed to, like, use the intel of Philippe's torture to determine where Matthew is. Mm -hmm. And so they go in, and Peter Knox is there. Yeah. By the way, we've kind of forgotten about Peter Knox at this point. Yeah. He was thrown off the congregation, and then that's it. Like, the last time we've mentioned is he was off the congregation. (laughs) Yeah. And that Marcus didn't get his justice through the proper channels that he tried to get. Mm -hmm. And that we know that he killed Emily... But mm-hmm. we haven't even talked about Emily since the beginning of this book. Yeah. Nope. Like, she is no longer an issue so yeah. far. Um, and so, like, so much has happened. Yeah. Um, and so, suddenly Peter Knox is there. And I felt really sad because Isabeau's there as well. Mm-hmm. And they're opening these doors. And each door they open, like, one, like, Matthew's heart's exposed being. Yeah, like, really horrific, horrific scenes. Horrific scenes. Once again, like, horror movie stuff. Yeah. Um, the third season may be hard to watch, you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it may, indeed. There may be some intense scenes. We may need some disclaimers. It's, it episode. does feel, now that you mentioned, very different from the first two. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and I liked it. I yeah. liked it. But it was very, too. like, much more graphic and horrific. Yeah. Um, it took, like, a dark turn in book three. Yeah. You know? <laughs> For sure. Um, like, the book two was annoying, because, like, Nothing you know, happened. Christopher Marley was a dick. Yeah. But then, like, the rest of it was, like, we're gallivanting in the past. You know? <laughs> and not much is happening, and that's why it's frustrating. Yeah. And now it's, like, saw, you know? Like, <laughs> just like, getting tortured. Yeah. And children are getting murdered, and it's kind of, like, people are getting raped. raped. And it's just, like, Benjamin's insane. You know? I'm, like, this is pretty horrifying stuff. Yeah. So... You know, not topics to take lightly, but they're kind of no. presented that way in the book. You know, it's just like, he's crazy. So, every, they realize that Peter Knox is like, it's like illusion magic, basically. Mm-hmm. So, every door that they're opening is like a new version of Matthew being almost killed. Yeah. yeah. And so, Diana figures out where he is. Well, she found Peter Knox first somehow. Oh, was that how she did yeah. that? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember, like, she figures out, obviously, because she hears Isabel screaming, that every door isn't Matthew, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think she realizes that Benjamin wouldn't have let him be in such an obvious place. Right. So, because she stops opening the doors. Yeah. And that's, I think, when she runs into And I don't remember if she looks for it. Like, she knows he's there. She knows it's his magic. Yeah. And then she finds him. Does someone want to talk about this? Because I don't really remember. So, basically, I felt it was, it was good, but I wanted more out of it. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was satisfying, but also could have been more satisfying. She, like exacted her revenge on him she yeah did. and he's still up until the end like didn't think she was gonna be able to do it yeah he didn't he's believe like, her power he's like literally shit talking to her in a hallway yeah and she's like going through like the little like the weaver like one of one two, yeah two. like she's counting out her spell mm-hmm. and then she does the tenth knot and i think she like unspirals his existence or whatever something, or something like that like yeah it's kind of gross sounding like i hope it's gonna be really cool in the show oh, i, hope, I so. hope so cool yeah. I think it'll be more satisfying seeing it. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. And it was satisfying for sure. In the book yeah. Because 
he's the worst, you know, and then she's yeah. like, Mwahaha, and then suddenly he's just gone. Yeah. Um, and so, but then also luckily the magic fades away because he's gone. Yeah. So all of his illusion magic is now no more. And they're able to determine where Matthew is. Mm -hmm. And she shows up and, like, Benjamin... And, like, this I was like, did he really think this was going to work? I mean, it sounded horrible. But he had, like, basically some sort of, like, thing rigged where if Diana did anything or if Matthew moved, it would basically decapitate Matthew. Good contraption. And something that couldn't be healed, yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah, and, like, something that couldn't be healed. I don't remember what that was. Uh, But... You know, I'm pretty sure if you decapitate a vampire, that's pretty much it anyway. Well, yeah. Um, I think for most creatures, it should be Probably. the take. But Matthew is, like, so weakly and sick, mm-hmm. you know? Like, he's bones. Yeah. Because, once again, he's an idiot, and he walked into a trap on purpose. He did this to himself. He did this to himself. I have I no remorse for this. I didn't feel bad at, for Matthew at all. No. I was, like, so frustrated. So I was more like, bad for everybody else. Yes. I was like, can you imagine if Diana did something as stupid and yeah. how mad he would be? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So, um, basically, luckily, Diana is smart and is able to use magic to basically save Matthew and kind of deactivate the trap, yep. you know? And then Benjamin's dead. Then yeah, because she uses, uses the, the arrow. arrow. Yes, finally. Yes. And then, like, finally before this, I mean, again, it, it's details, but he tells Isabeau that, hey, by the way, I'm the one that drove Philippe insane but she's like i think i already knew that and then yeah. he he tells baldwin that oh hey did you know that matthew killed philippe and he's like yeah i already knew that he's like i knew Matthew's like work. We, we already knew yeah i knew his work and then diana kills him and then it's over and then yep. they bring a tortured body of matthew back to heal and, and it he takes forever so fucking slowly and he's still yeah at the end of it i don't think can move as well like he's still very weak and like a grouchy old like man that like yeah. hobbles around and it's like well he's still like super tortured and mm-hmm. has to, like she goes back to where well well, first off, Baldwin is like, you're the congregation person now. Like, to Diana. peace out, Diana. You're the person. Answer your emails, whatever. Right. He's like, why aren't you responding to my emails? And they put together this big whole package to explain because they figured out through the whole biological whatever experiments mm-hmm. that I feel like this was a bigger letdown. Like, I feel like this should have been a bigger thing. Mm-hmm. By the way, creatures aren't different things. Like, we're all the same. We're all related. Like, I feel like this could have been done better. Yeah. And the whole blood rage thing is not curable, but it's only because you have demon blood in you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're <sighs> partially, if you have demon DNA inside of your genetic code, mm-hmm. and then you get made into a vampire, you will have blood rage. Yeah. But then also, like, the creatures do need to intermingle to make stronger baby. Like, I, I don't know. Like, basically, creatures good. Mm-hmm. Creatures intermingling good. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that should have been focused on more than some of the Benjamin stuff, maybe? I don't know. It was a letdown to me. Because so much of it, and I feel like we have multiple plot lines going on. Yeah. So much about this was about the Book of Life and what we would learn from the Book of Life. And nothing came from it. And I feel like we didn't really learn much from the Book of Life itself. Yeah. Once it went into Diana, at least, you know? And I don't really feel like it made her more powerful either. Mm -mm. I thought she was going to be, like, uber-powerful. Yeah. And she already was uber-powerful because she's yeah. Weaver, you know? Yeah, she was. And so, but I don't really, once again, I don't really know how I feel about that. Um, but, like, it was good that we found out finally what made Blood Rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that yeah. the creatures, that everyone's actually human. Yeah. That was kind of like the revelation. Yeah. Yes. Is that the creatures are all... It's not different species. Different, no. We're not a different species like yeah. they thought we were. We're all humans. Yeah. 
And then I feel like that would be humbling, at least for the vampires who are very uppity about their status. Yes. Um, and so that was kind of good. Um, and so, and yeah, and it was like commingling is stronger, but if you have vampires making demons into vampires, they're going to have blood rage. Right. So just maybe know, do a I little guess. blood test beforehand. Right. Um, because there's not a, also there's not a cure for blood rage that they found. No, because it's just your genes, yes. I think. I think, and, yeah. Yeah. And so there's not really a big cure for it. Yeah. So, yeah. And then that was pretty much it. And Nothing then, happens to Gerber, who's oh, been yeah. in on it this whole time. Like, yeah. he was yeah. with them. Nothing happens. And then it just ends with Isabeau saying, like, we will get our revenge in her French, a- French accent. Yes. And then that's it. And then it's like, okay. Oh, and Diana sees Philippe. Yeah. She sees oh, yeah. his ghost. Yeah. Well, and her dad shows up, too, right? Just to say, good job, Peanut. And then that's it. Yeah. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you can talk show about up when she's with Benjamin and he's like, you Maybe. can do it or whatever. Yeah, oh, you're no, right. It's with Peter Knox. Peter but. Knox, yes. So yeah. she sees her dad then and he's like, you got this peanut. Except whatever. she doesn't need that? No. But well, I feel like. I feel like once again, she doesn't need the ghost ever. <laughs> yeah. But no, but what I'm saying is the rule is you don't see them mm-hmm. if you need them. Yeah. Are you saying that she didn't need that encouragement at that moment? I think Like, so. it just seems weird to me that. <laughs> That he showed up at that point. It's yeah. like, but that seems to break the rule. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it also felt very Harry Potter-ish. Yeah. Like the Priori and Cantata moment. Yeah. Where it's like, is she just trying to, okay, fine, I'll go with it. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. And so then she's like walking down the halls. I feel like at sub tours. I could be wrong about the location. Yes. No, it is. Um, And then she like, Philippe appears before her very mm-hmm. briefly. And he seems very ghostly like weaker than other ghosts that she's seen mm-hmm. yeah. but maybe i figured maybe it was because not everyone can see him yet. yeah i don't probably. really know but i don't remember what he said basically besides like good job so and the other thing with philippe is mm-hmm. apparently she somehow was with him yeah what was that stupid as shit i'm sorry i d- again i do enjoy what this are you series talking about? so so <laughs> it was a letter he left i think yes mm. it was after so he's dead yeah. In the future. Mm-hmm. But we know it was a letter that he left, I think, Diana or something, or maybe Matthew. Yeah. But it basically elaborated the point that even when Diana, or when he was struggling and being tortured and, like, sick and, like, yeah. before yeah. he died, that Diana was always there with him. And not metaphorically. Like, it sounded no, like somehow. Was there. Like, as if she was time walking back. Yeah. To spend, to yeah. comfort him. Yeah. Basically. And maybe she doesn't. Huh. If they had said something like that, it would have been fine. reading yeah. that, but I did not take it that way. Yeah. I think I took, took it, it metaphorically. as, like, metaphorically, like, in his memories. Like, she was there providing If she had comfort. known him more than two days, I would have been okay with it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, but it really sounded like as if she time-walked in the future. Huh. I really wish they have. would have made that more explicit, because that makes sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I kind of waited, like... That's one of those kind of unsolved things to me. Mm-hmm. Like, did she, like, from now in this book, like, from after this book, does she, what does she do with this knowledge of the Book of Life? Does she get yeah. it out of her body at some point? Yeah. Onto other Does seasons? she use it for anything useful? Does she use it for anything useful? Like, track them down, track down the people. In it. Like, I don't know, something. Yeah. And this is, I just thought I of this. Know. This is interesting. So, in the show, so the show is different from the books a lot, but it's mm-hmm. good. The show's really good. Very um, good. So, in the show, when she opens the Book of Life the first time and she touches it, and we know it's a palmacet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Palmacist. Um, yes, palmacist. She touches it and the letters go onto her skin. Yeah. And then they fade off. Yeah. 
Right, they go back onto the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about so that. So that's better foreshadowing. Yeah, for so sure. Good foreshadowing. Yeah. But so if they can go back onto the book, I kept waiting for her to find a way to get the Book of Life back into pages. Because she kept yeah. ca- she carried it with her for like yeah. she took the book to the congregation with her. Like, the why do you pages. even have it? Why are you carrying it? <laughs> yeah. It's in you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I also don't see what the harm of it now. Like, is it for safety? Where, like, it's still too powerful for other bad people, then just kidnap her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're just going to take her. your skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. more at risk. And she's like a magic eight ball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would like for her to be able to put that back in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I, maybe, like, if it's a true textbook, should it be available to everybody that wants to read it? Why does she get to be the only one allowed to right. read it? That's right. what I'm saying. Like, why did it choose her? Why yeah. is she the only one? Yeah. She's not the only weaver in our story. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. You know, and she's not the only person impregnated by a vampire. <laughs> yeah. So why is she the one? I just don't, I don't know still. And so, but that being said, it was a satisfying ending to was, the series in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good book. I still have questions. Why do we never come back to Emily as a ghost? Yeah. Ghost Emily? Ghost, ghost Emily. She's just left there. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I just feel like there's unsolved things, you know? Yeah, like, quite a bit. So... Yeah, so I don't know how much, if any of this at all, is answered in the Marcus spinoff story. I don't know. If um, I read it, I'll let you know. I know that um, our mother said that Diana is in it. And, like, Diana and Matthew, they're not in it, but I think they're, like, referenced in it. Because it takes sure. place at, like, modern times, too. Gotcha. So I think it's probably more like, like, Diana and Matthew are somewhere in France with the babies. Or, <laughs> like, sure. who knows what they're doing, you know? Um, but maybe, like, the state of the world now post this. Because yes. they were also, the biology students were also supposed to publish this for the world. Yeah, they wanted to But I don't, did that happen? Not yet. Uh, Not yeah. So maybe in Marcus, I mean, it would make sense that would happen with Marcus since he was involved in that mm-hmm. stuff. So I don't know. And he's a doctor. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, the sequel's called Times Convert. Okay. Oh, so. is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. All right. It's smaller. So that. I will, I plan to read it. Maybe I'll even read it in December. I don't really know. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, I am curious to see, and it's a, it's a shorter book. Yeah. I would like to see, but I thought initially it was just all Marcus's past life or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was still, I like Marcus, so. Yeah. Marcus is But great. I am curious, maybe we'll answer some of those questions, maybe. But all in all, it was good. I really mm-hmm. liked the way that most of everything ended. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, it was satisfying in a lot of ways, although some of it did not make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, all in all, um, I would give this book a four. I would give it a four. Three. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Be honest. I, I definitely think this is the best one, at, uh, or second best one of the series. Yeah. So I would say the book, of, the first one, Discovery Witches, was the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one, I can't suddenly remember what it was called. It was I don't remember. Marty's favorite one, or they're in the past. And then this one was my second favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So I really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was worth finishing the series. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, you have to. You and have I like to. the show, and I'm hoping the show continues to yeah. maybe even help fix some of these, like, fix, yeah. unanswered yeah. questions. Because, I mean, I'm not a writer, so I can't speak to that. <laughs> yeah. But there show are writers. frustrations, for show sure. Writers listen to our podcast and answer our questions. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I liked the books. It was just, there were very frustrating moments and things that I'm like, but why did you do it this way? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I texted Alicia. I was like, why did Matthew get let himself get captured? And she's like... He brought this on himself. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like, it was seriously, like, the most frustrating thing. And I was like, Very I do true. not feel sad for you that you are a cripply old man walking around all grouchy. Get yeah. over yourself. You thought this was a smart plan. Mm-hmm. You're dumb. You didn't <laughs> tell anyone. You're so arrogant. 
Yeah. And I like Matthew, but I was like, oh, yeah. why? You know? Oh, Super way off topic. One last pop culture thing before we go. We saw the Downton Abbey movie. We did. And we were excited because, oh, what's the actor's name? Uh, Matthew Good. Yeah. um, Literally in it for one minute. I heard that. I heard that. (laughs) Maybe too. It's the the same actor from the Discovery of Witches, which is why I brought that up. Anyway, I thought it was funny because both of us were like, he's spending too much time with Diana. I know. (laughs) Yeah, like the whole time we're waiting for him to show up because he's married to Mary. Yeah, like pretty much one of the main characters. We'll just say the main character. Yeah. Like honestly, Mary's my main character. Yeah. You know, everyone else is cool, but like for me, it's Mary. I love her. Yeah. You know? And she's just like, he's off in America, Chicago, in a car show. And I was like, this is bullshit. Son of a bitch. Also, he's on the poster. Yeah. And his name, his credits, like in the top. Yeah. And it's like. So, yeah. So he's like in the title of the poster. Yeah. Like, and and I read an interview that I think I read like a year before when they announced the movie. And he was like, I just pop in at the end, really. It's brilliant. Yeah, literally, that's what it is. He runs up the stairs in a very sexy fashion. It was sexy. Totally cool. Mm -hmm. Runs to Mary. Totally cool. And then he's dancing in the background at a party. (laughs) What? Yeah. How much are you saving this Yeah. Just to be like that. Are you happy that that's all you had to do? Apparently. He's cashing those checks. Yeah. That's true. The movie itself was great. So good. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It was so enjoyable. Yeah. Susan and I were having the best time. Yeah. It was great. Us and a bunch of very old women. Half of whom had never watched the show by the way are you serious yeah they were talking what? through i had i heard somebody say oh that's one of the daughters like that's what? mary that that's mary that's <laughs> i haven't watched it but how do you not know that's really anyway funny. it was you funny you could point mary out on a poster if i showed yeah. you the poster i said which one's mary you'd yeah. be like that bitch is mary i'm yeah. like she is that is mary for yeah. sure. that's mary that's mary she's <laughs> the best so also she's the worst that's why she's the best yes so um yeah but anyway great movie loved it so much so good well you guys this has been really fun going through this series uh please join us hopefully next month fingers crossed by december that we will get to get together again and do ours on slaughterhouse five and then from there we'll have to pick a new book or a new book series for Um, the new year yeah we can discuss i yeah yeah so new year new books yeah. But I feel like our Christmas episode will be about Slaughterhouse Five. Yes. <laughs> Which is not at all holiday related. It's, nope. nope. That's okay. But it's really good. Susan and I have already read it. At least she's going to read it soon. Um, yep. We're going to read it again. Um, and so it will be really good. So I like it. Yay. All Yay. right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.